0: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Podcast Strikes Back. My name is George. You're listening to the Weekly Movie Show with the boys, Connor. Hello. Benny. Hi there. We've got a stacked episode, guys. Thanks for tuning in. Once upon a time in Hollywood trailer, Toy Story, John Wick. We're talking about it. I'm looking forward to it. And we've got an awesome question of the week that is going to take up a decent amount of time, I can tell. Mm -hmm. We've We've been thinking about that one for a while. So stay tuned for the end of the episode with that
1: can I just mention, does he seem a lot more chill this intro to you? Yeah, so uh, something,
2: an air of uh, relaxation. I, yeah,
1: I, I've, uh, I've overcome
0: an obstacle in my life, guys, in the past like three, 30 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I mean,
1: I remember him saying quite specifically, like, oh, I just want to chill out on the intro and all that. And this is very interesting to see him actually like. Give Given give a bit of gusto. <clears throat> no, you're taking gusto away. Well, I felt like I was giving it a lot there, So, I'm fucking my intent is completely off. No, I'm just saying you're more relaxed. It's good, well, good. usually a very aggressive.
0: Okay. I'm trying to be like, I'm trying to scream intro. at people less, you know? You have set goals for yourself. It's good.
3: Might be um, hard with Connor around. But... Just quickly
0: before we get into what we watched, we have something really exciting coming up on April 6th. We're doing a live stream of Infinity War. Uh, Our commentary of it. So this is going to be available after the fact as well. But tune in on Facebook, midday, Australian, Eastern, daylight. When's when's daylight savings coming out or going out? Who knows? You'll figure it out. (laughs) But April 6th, we're going to be sitting down on the couch with some microphones, tuning in. You guys can hit us up in Messenger. Let's chat about it. It's going to be real fun. Let's make it interactive. So I'm really excited for that. And uh, we're just expanding, expanding the repertoire here. So, you know, maybe a Justice League
2: commentary in the pipeline. I'm, I'm very much vibing that. We figured us sitting around talking is, is not only great on its own, we should do it over really good movies as well. To make them better, yeah.
0: To well, spread the yeah, love, yeah. Like, you know? just Justice League. Yeah. Like, there's there's just a certain the the, the arrogance nice stuff to that, that I actually quite like. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Com-
1: commentaries in general are actually quite an arrogant thing. They're like, we, someone has spent hours and hours, like days, years sometimes, on producing this wonderful thing for you, and we're going to talk over it for two yeah. hours. It's yeah. fucking like fantastic. Us.
2: Yeah <laughs> dare
1: We're going to do it anyways. We're but just, I mean,
2: I'm going to be an old man just sitting in cinemas, just talking about the movie that's playing. Yeah,
1: seriously.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and now that we've slammed commentaries in general, we're going to do
2: one. That's it. Tune in. We're really authentic
1: around here. <laughs> All right, let's get yeah. into what we watched, Connor. Um, I've I've watched nothing, really nothing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I um, I'm trying to think, like, except yeah. like these eight things. No, yeah. I, but I, but only...
2: God damn it, if you will not pull out some obscure thing you rewatched, probably.
1: <laughs> um, the only thing that I've really watched, and it is something that I've rewatched, is is justified. So I'm up to like. Um, season I think five now. Um, is that the DB Sweeney season? DB Cooper, the guy who jumped out of a plane. No, the one after that. Okay, so that's it, the last one I saw. Um, Michael Rappaport, is that his name?
2: Sure,
1: that comes into it. Oh, so you haven't finished it up? No. Oh,
2: I, I one or two seasons I didn't watch.
1: I really like. <laughs> It, it's it's hard to make a recommendation that someone's actually going to follow through on, but I do recommend you you tough it out through the last two seasons because um, I really like the way that they kind of close up the series. Mm. I th- it felt really... Um, and I'll, I'll give you my opinion once I've re-watched it with the ending to see if it f- still feels the same, but the ending I, I really liked when I first watched it. Although I will say this, and I, I don't think I mentioned this previously, is that the the first couple seasons are... It's a bit weird because the, the memory that you have of a series can be kind of tainted by later seasons or can be, um, <clears throat> you know, just, you know, you can kind of see it through rose-tinted glasses or something like that. The first mm. couple of seasons, the, the actual craft of the, like, the filmmaking or the TV making, whatever have you, um, isn't that great? like that's, there's
2: some that's television like tv exactly. has it's improved come a long way so yeah. so like quickly a
1: lot like just like little things like editing and and time like music and just continuity just little things that yeah. you're like this doesn't feel as well to put together and and that certainly changes towards the end like at the end it's on point but quite cool to see that in uh yeah in uh in, in a piece yeah but you don't notice it going like Forward. It's only when I revisited right. it that I was like, "Oh, that's right!" Like this had a couple of ep- yeah. you know, maybe even seasons that it was just like mm. getting there. Yeah. So yeah, I'm up to about I think season five now, and it's um, <clears throat> still holding my interest. Still really enjoying it. Killer. <coughs> All done. That's yep. it. That's literally it, it nice for me. One. I've been, I've been, yeah.
0: I chucked on something that I've been meaning to watch for a while. We need to talk about Kevin. Ah. oofed Oh, interesting. wow. What, like a, it? what a confronting film. Yeah. Um, Did you, have you read the book? No, no. Mm. I've read seven books. <laughs> yeah. That guy caught <laughs> <laughs> Oh, have you read the book? No. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah.
2: Oh. Peasant. Peasant. oh, this is
0: interesting. Yeah. Curious. Uh, what, uh, uh, quite um, quite an incredible character character study. Tilda Swinton is um, outstanding in it. mm
2: And a perfect role for Ezra Miller.
0: Yeah, I actually watched it with my in-ear Bluetooth headphones on my laptop Mm. um, because Ash was watching something on the TV and I was just like, I just want to watch this and um, she wasn't super keen. And the sound design, having the headphones in, I really appreciated and it wrapped me into the film quite Mm. a lot. It was very impressive sonically, the the sense of dread and Mm. uh, it's very unsettling film. Yeah. But it succeeds so well. Um, I, I really, really highly recommend it. I think it's a fantastic piece.
2: Yeah. I, what surprised me about oh, that movie sorry. Is, is I found it um, almost comical at points in how intense it was and the situation being so extreme. Um, and, you know, obviously with the subject matter, it's dealing with like a, a mother trying to figure out if her son is just evil um and and how to deal with that like it's and is it her fault and yeah it's like it's so complex so dark and and emotional and like i said kind of funny at points like extremely in a I really didn't dark way. Any, um, oh man i thought interesting it, yeah i i can't wait to watch that again that movie oh i highly recommend it fantastic piece and
0: i also watched infinity war cool in preparation i wanted to kind of watch it before the commentary i, so I did I can, too yeah
1: Oh really? Um, I I thought I would have almost thought it would have been better to come at it. I I, I was really excited to react to it. Yeah, I was really excited to got, to get your guys's um reaction to Infinity War um, you know, having not seen it since the, uh, the cinema. I was actually really excited. I'm so that. glad. Because we've talked about yeah, that I, No, yeah.
2: I just would have been like, Connor, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: This is the best bit.
2: Seriously, I was like,
0: oh, I, mean, I forgot about that. Oh, I love that oh, line. This bit. Oh, I remember this bit. Yeah. Oh, you got the new suit. <laughs> fuck. You know, like... I just had to get kind of get it out of my system, yeah. and then I watched a little bit um, of the Russo brothers' commentary. Nice with uh, the two writers whose names escaping me right now,
2: McFeely and
0: uh, Marcus McFeely, and old mate McGee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> great, mate great pair, pair. <laughs> great pair. Uh, but this, the, it was just fascinating to hear their the process and the insights and the
2: anecdotes from putting this. Gargantuan film together So was it the Russos and the Riders mm. On the commentary Were yeah, they, all were they in the room Yeah all together. cool I hate those ones That are like spliced oh, together They're the they
3: are horrible. They're just yeah. like
2: slicing From interviews
0: yeah. It like, <laughs> was like oh, This is really a commentary <laughs> This is a voiceover
2: Yeah <laughs> uh, That's me Cool um, Alright I watched a couple More things than you guys Um Last Shock night I chucked on M. Night Shyamalan's Signs um, Sins Oh no Siggins. Um, Yeah uh, I I um, I love this movie. Every time I sit down and watch it, it um, it impresses me more in some other way, especially the opening credits where I'm just like, is the whole movie this
3: good? <laughs> I'm like, is the whole, the whole movie like this? <laughs> yeah.
1: Fuck, that, that still cracks me up. Every time yeah. I see signs, all, no, that's all I can a think classic. of is George sitting in my living room, like looking over to me going, is <laughs> the whole
3: movie like this?
2: George's <laughs> overreaction notwithstanding, those opening titles really do set the mood. They're really oh, yeah. intense. Um He's got
0: such a um composed style in that film. Like it's mm. all very neatly put together and yeah. it was uh quite quite interesting watching it for the first time because that that really stood out very immediately. Mm.
2: And I was watching it with someone who's um not um very scary movie literate. Um so they found like six or seven points in the movie to jump out of their seat. And that was
1: I remember I remember watching it and there was a couple of those when I was a kid. Absolutely.
2: It's because of the character development, I feel. Totally. And and because (laughs) because at the time, Shyamalan was not unfairly heralded as a master of suspense. Because the way he builds things up, there's so much focus on people's faces and their reactions. You rarely see what they are seeing. Yeah. And and it it really builds it up in a way that no amount of you know like monsters coming at you could do. And he really is very shows a lot of restraint with that. Yeah, and
0: I feel like the characters as well. Like, it wasn't just a spectacle. It was you you feared for these people
2: totally. And and. I mean, he's got Mel Gibson and Joaquin Phoenix in, in the one family. Like those are two phenomenal actors. Like say what you've one about Mel Gibson. And it's all fair. Yeah, the but, one um, the one piece. I think they're in the basement or something. Mm. And like the lights in Mel Gibson's eyes that the
0: is like shining in his eyes. The lights are down, mm. and it's a very intense conversation going on. That that is an, an amazing piece of filmmaking. Mm. Uh, it, it's so f-
2: interpersonal, and
0: it, I, I love that film. And and I was blown away the first time I saw it.
2: Yeah, um, as, I I, as I think at at this point this is my my favorite from Shyamalan definitely. Cool. Um, after uh, Glass, I don't really want to think about so, Unbreakable for a while. The, so Glass is coming I mean, in at number two. Yes, Glass. <laughs> yeah.
1: The the um I guess the main question is, upon rewatching, how did you find the ending? Um, there's there's a little too much of that. Um,
2: so my issues with it are, are not at all like what. People generally are with it, which is like, oh, what a convenient ending! There's they're afraid of water. Why would they go to a planet with water? Because I, I don't think the movie's about that. I think the movie's about faith and miracles and and uh, grief, and a man trying to re- <laughs> find something that he's lost. Um, you know, this connection with God. Uh, and um, it's a it's a you know a little too neat. There's one too many like uh, setups that pay off, um, but that doesn't detract from it at all. Uh, for me, I, I think it's um, such a great uh, ending to tie it all together. It's not just like like it's not a story just about like aliens coming and they have to defeat aliens. Like there's there's just a little more more under the hood. Totally. And yeah. um yeah I, I I I don't have any problem with it.
0: Yeah, it's very it's always felt very allegorical compared yeah. to something like maybe War of the Worlds. Yeah, you know, they, they're in very different camps in that alien
2: invasion genre. Yeah, it, despite having a kind of a similar uh, similar mecha- mechanism in dynamo. the ending. Yeah. Um, nice yeah I also watched uh, a very different film uh, Tag from last year I think oh, I yeah, it was the year Renner before the Jeremy Loss Renner John Hamm the first time I'd seen it because um, it's one I, I enjoyed the trailers for and, and with a cast like that I'm like I'm gonna watch this movie no matter what um, and I uh, I enjoyed it I thought it was it was definitely not hysterical not a movie you have to run out and see at the cinema or anything but um, it was fun like I said just with that cast of actors it's like this is is always gonna be somewhat of a good time did you know
1: that Renner had his had his um, arms green screened off and replaced with digital arms. Yeah, he broke both of
2: his arms in one of the stunts that is in the film. You're driving the chairs no, down to the ground.
1: That's it. Like, and I I watched the entire film. Did not know. Like, I didn't know that fact before I had watched it, and I didn't even notice. Not once. Wow. No, not at all. The
2: the it's a very polished movie. Um, I think being <clears throat> wow, that is that's pretty impressive. It's intense, right? Yeah, being being a comedy, I, I think it must have had a decent budget for for what it is and what happens in it. Because there's a bunch of uh action and fight scenes in it that are really well executed. They're all, um, it's when all the guys try and tag uh, Jeremy Renner, who's like the you know the master of tag and have been tagged in 40 years. Um, and then it goes into like this full on Guy Ritchie, Sherlock Holmes sequence of him like, and this guy's coming from the left. So I have yeah. to do this and twist this around. And it's all really <laughs> well shot and really fun. Um, it's only a, a relatively small part of the movie, but uh, yeah, I found it enjoyable. Um, you you feel you like those actors. I think that's the, that's the reason to go for it. That's
1: one of the things, it was a really stacked cast. Mm-hmm. And well, how did you find it? Um, I thought it was funny, but like you, been I, I wouldn't say it was hysterical. Um, no, not it, at all. Like the the filmmaking of it was like impressive. Like that was a, a, a far better, be, uh, you know, that was well, that was far better shot than it should have been.
0: You're turning well, into me last week. Seriously. Well, well, welcome. welcome. Is it too late to welcome. have a
1: coffee? <laughs> welcome um yeah
0: I, there's no fucking way i'm watching this yeah fair yeah
2: no it's definitely not essential yeah um although hannibal burris is in it and he's one of my favorite yeah, he's fucking, fucking guys hilarious. he's so funny because i just don't think he's an actor like he's almost laughing in every yeah. scene he's in and everything yeah. he's, he's just in. a dude he's so funny <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> uh in terms of new releases i checked out um fighting with my family the wwe film yeah oh, um, nice. about nice. Paige, the um wrestler um i don't know shit about wrestling about wwe i've never seen nick a, foley stone cold match they call them matches Kane. i've never seen one in my life it's um event, i know yeah. a lot of the names from when i was like eight years old yeah. and everyone that's all i know about it about as well that yeah. Stuff, yeah. Yeah. yeah i only know the old wwf yeah kind of yeah yeah, yeah totally the the worldwide, worldwide foundation yeah is what we're talking about i assume um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i no, <laughs> love I, those pandas I, I yeah. um yeah, this, this was um, in a lot of ways a fairly standard kind of rags to riches, you know, sports movie montages. Um, but there was something, something about it, just a little extra. Like there was that element. There's also a certain bit of like lionizing the WWE. Like in some ways it was sort of an advertisement for that. You for know, a sure. lot of cameos, you know, the Rock's in there in a supporting role. Um, but... Um, As if you're going into that not knowing that though. Totally. And so with that kind of... Um, context going in uh, it was directed by um, what's his face Ricky Gervais's writing partner Stephen, uh, Stephen Merchant Stephen, Stephen Merchant, Merchant yeah, he wrote it he wrote and directed it yeah um, really well that makes I, me
0: very intrigued he has a very small role in it yeah oggy oggy
3: oggy
2: yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah it, it was also more um, kind of dramatic and emotional I expected because it is it's a parallel story about her rising to the top and her brother who wanted um, a role in the WWE as much as her um, they'd been fighting together their whole lives and he didn't get picked up Right. So he just kind of slips into this really deep depression. Um and so it's it's this kind of really back and forth interesting story, yeah. Um and the weird thing about it though is um just having read about the real life stuff, Paige's um life and career have taken a really dark turn ever since the kind of events that are showed in this film. Um, which just does kind of put a weird cloud over it. Um <laughs> is she quite punky Paige. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally, yeah, and, like fishnets and yeah, black. Yeah, who was she? She was she was with somebody in the WWE, right? Um, it, it doesn't really cover that. It only okay. leads up to like her first match. Right, okay. But, um, okay. Um, anyway, she's She's, she's played,
0: retired or something. Did she break her back or? She's, she's retired, yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, it, there's also been some sex tape stuff or like a lot of stuff. but Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's fucked up. But um, she's played in the movie by um, Florence Pugh, who we talked about last week, um, just got a role in the Black Widow movie. Uh, um, which I'm very happy about because she's fantastic. Cool. at This um, really cool young actor. Um, I think she might be playing kind of like a villain in Black Widow, which is a shame because I think she's. Um, oh really? I thought she was going to be like kind of part of Black Widow's
0: squad or something.
2: Yeah, cool. Hopefully, yeah. Well, that's
0: yeah, what down I lot. I never really for.
1: took Black Widow for having a squad. I thought be <laughs> I <think> that be <laughs> fucking would, awesome. That would man. kind of go against oh, the whole whole character. So spider <laughs> names. <laughs> Explain that. Why would that be? Killer. Why would that be killer? I just think... Because that like, would be like
2: a lot of assassins. How yeah. would that not be go, killer?
1: Like, wouldn't that go directly like, against what the whole female character is? She's one of the Avengers. What are you talking about? Well, yeah, but that that's kind of like... We've literally we can, only ever seen get her get in team-up movies. She's never get, had one of her own. You, my point is, is you get this sense that in her past she was this kind of like cold-hearted solo act.
2: She could have been part of a death squad, though, of widows. I guess. <laughs> I mean, she she was. You know, but anyway, um, off mean, topic. No. Um, i've still got more to get through good lord <laughs> um i've been watching through um the new ducktales series nice um, DuckTales has a new series starring david tennant and uh ben schwartz and a few other really cool names um yes duck, ducktales woo um this is i won't talk about this long this is a really well put together series if you're a fan of the original i know a lot of people have a lot of nostalgia for that show um, and if you're an adult who likes cartoons like me and not these guys, um, give it a go. It's really well put together. I think that there is this an, a, amazing kind of golden age of children's TV nowadays that we, um, we may be starting to get into when we were young, but never truly got in the way It's it's um, the, the way stories are told and real attention is given to making quality TV. Um, so that's a lot of fun. I also rewatched a contentious one among the TPSB crew, um, Thor Ragnarok. Um, I like this one. Which I hadn't seen since my second viewing in the cinema. Yep. <laughs> and have a lot of mixed feelings about. Um, on this viewing, i got to say, I really dug it. I really enjoyed it. I kind of loved it. I also think it might be the worst looking film in the MCU. Not not even in just terms of the CGI that I complain about a lot. The film is shot so flatly, most of it looks like a stage play. Um I don't know if this is... Yeah, I kind of know what you mean. I don't know if this is Taika's inexperience with, with um, a, a, a production this big but it or could be if something else choice. happened. I, I, I think this complaint is leveled against the MCU a lot, but I think it's never more present than in this one where it, it's so flat, it, it almost... It's, like, it's so bad it almost seems like a stylistic choice. Like, it looks like like a Wes Anderson thing or something, but like yeah, a yeah. bad version of that. Because it's it's always just two characters standing in front of a backdrop and totally. it's a really poorly put in
0: backdrop. And don't you, but don't you think he had that kind of thing with Where the Wilder People Are? He had that kind of same sort of looking, that Wes Anderson-y. And that
2: that works really well for an indie <clears throat> comedy kind of thing. I guess he doesn't lean into it enough to make it super, like... Totally, yeah. Yeah. And when, when you're making a, a huge pole sci-fi epic built on you know, obviously the characters in one regard, but spectacle in another, um, it's just a shame that, um, it doesn't cause, cause this viewing really eased a lot of my, um, my issues with other aspects of the film, which I still think are there. There's some tonal dissonance, that movie that is, um, really weird, but, um, otherwise it's a fucking riot. They talk about that in the commentary, uh,
0: they say, you know, we're writing this film in 2016. Thor Ragnarok hasn't come out. There's not even a s- script for Thor Ragnarok. Mm. This is the writers of Infinity War. Um, and they're like, you know, they we end, we, did, we didn't anticipate Ragnarok to end on this Led Zeppelin sparkly kind of thing. And then you get into Infinity War and it's like, no, no, like ominous shit, some dark shit.
3: Well, I mean, and, the, But, but that's,
0: I kind of like that. That's I, the I like thing. The,
2: that's the thing. That's the problem. And I'm, some people do have a problem with that. No, I don't and think, I can there, I don't think that. there is an issue... Between movies, I think it's all within that movie. This movie was titled Ragnarok, The End of the World, years before Taika signed on to, to make it a buddy comedy. So it has these storylines that I don't think converge well. I don't think the cutting back and forth between them, which barely even happens, like the Hella stuff is barely acknowledged in that movie. and I don't think it works well. I think Thor's whole world is getting destroyed and he's off palling around with the Hulk, which is great stuff, but it just, it doesn't merge quite well. But he didn't... He wasn't, like, just palling around with the Hulk. He, like, wanted to get back. No, I know. I, like, I, I, I'm I, overstating it a little bit, but I, I, it really... I don't think that would have been the angle that Taika would have taken if, if the movie hadn't already been set in stone to be about what it's about, you know?
1: Yeah, fair enough. Um, so you don't think he would have taken subject matter that is quite as... Harsh as that, well, I don't think it would have made tone. it about yeah, like genocide, <laughs> you know. But is it, but I mean, to be fair, it's not about genocide at all. It's about you know their home. The people got off the planet. A
2: lot of them died.
1: Is that the? I mean, when when it gets destroyed, is that the when she goes there and kills oh, hundreds yeah, yeah, of yeah, them, yeah, yeah, yes, including yes. the
2: Warriors Three, which I'm still sour about. Yeah. Anyway let's move on
0: listen look, seriously everyone <coughs> listen to the Taika Waititi commentary of that oh God <laughs> it is absolutely <laughs> so brilliant. You, don't funny. Actually, you can actually just listen to it as a podcast because he's just like him going like, it's not so sacred, like yeah." he's fucking great yeah love that guy
2: yeah I can't wait for a couple of things he's got coming up anyway on to the news I think um, oh you're done I'm done Oh I mean uh, initiate uh, news <laughs> <laughs> well, let's, let's go um first up speaking of um, Avengers endgame has its has had its runtime listed by uh, AMC Theaters as three hours and two minutes. So we heard Oof. they had a final cut uh, a month or two ago that was about three hours. Looks like they haven't cut any of that out, which is great. Yeah, supposedly that was the test screenings went
1: well.
3: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: the- good on them. Good, good, good on them to to stick to their guns. Um, I mean, one of the the common. Um, I guess complaints that's leveled against uh, the third movie in the Lord of the Rings franchise is that it is so fucking bloody long, um, particularly if you get into the extended cut thing. I, I watch the extended cut anytime I can because I absolutely love that shit. And I reckon that people that are into Marvel are going to really appreciate yeah. the, the fact that they've kept as much in as they can.
2: Yeah. Um, well, if a story calls for it, then it's not going to feel bloated like yeah. certain things do, like, you know, Michael Bay movies. I mean, we, were, and we went through a period a decade or two ago when movies were really swelling to to that three-hour mark quite often. And I think they really pulled it back in the last 5, 10 to, to yeah. where, like, I mean, this is easily the longest MCU movie.
0: There's a bit of more of a formula, you know. It wasn't yeah. like, oh, the creative vision is three hours. That's yeah. the story we mm-hmm. have to tell. It's like, nah, we need I to, mean, we need six sessions a day, two used, hours per session. It used boom. to be.
1: I think that, that three-hour thing happened when it became cheaper and cheaper to make longer and longer films. Um, And people would just kind of like, oh, if we can, let's just, you know, fucking ramp it up, Um, which doesn't actually make that much sense. Um, But in terms of, uh, yeah, we, we did see a lot of films that didn't feel like they needed to be that long that just kind of went that long. It's like, not,
2: why? You're losing yeah. money in every way. Yeah. It's actually
1: kind of funny. Even the, um, the well, the Transformers was meant to be what? Like five hours or something like that? At least one of the cuts for one of those films, um, if memory serves. Oh, what was that um, one? The cut it, of
0: Life. That was meant to be that, like, yeah. uh, and they cut it now, like, down. had an eight hour cut. And it
1: kind <laughs> of goes both ways. Like if you cut a film enough, then it's going to seem not bloated, but just kind of a mix mash of things that don't really fully come together. And then you're like, well, now this, is, this feels too long because it's had too much cut out. Like it's, yeah. I, I think that, what the movie should be and what the the I guess the artistic vision for a movie is is what the runtime should be. and the, you're just going to cop it.
2: Yeah, in in a in a general sense, maybe I think in the, the the current studio system, a long running time like this to me is a sign of quality because um uh, yeah, like Fagin will give him notes. Justice League infamously <clears throat> had the mandate put down on like two hours. Yeah, this movie sucks. Which choked it. Do not make it longer than two hours. Yeah. And then of course there's um fan stick. Um, which was like 90 minutes long. Yeah. It's got to be the shortest superhero movie ever made because um, yeah. it was so bad. They just had to cut everything out.
0: Yeah, I mean, watching Infinity War again, that film is just so rapid fire. Mm. Um, it's cool to see, you know, the the, the, runtime, breezy, the runtime. Yeah, no, it does. Runtime for Infinity was 2 hours 29 wow. and I'm sure there's a 10-minute credit sequence in there. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm. So, you know, we're getting an extra half hour. I am so pumped.
2: I think this movie is going to take a lot more time to breathe. Than, I agree. Um, Infinity War did. Infinity War was such just a clusterfuck of holy shit, everything's going crazy, and then really bad. Um, and this movie's going to kind of let them sit on it for a bit. Did you
0: guys see them talking about uh, in a in a previous draft that Infinity War ended before the snap? Oh wow! And then so they were going to do the snap in Endgame, mm. and then they decided that's no, an interesting thought. Yeah, and then they decided, okay, no, we're going to move it here, and we're going to make these two films. Like this is this is going to be the moment that that separates them. Was not there ever a pre- time where that. Infinity
1: War was just going to be one movie? No, no, no. There was. it was. Oh, it's going to Infinity sorry, sorry. War Part One and one Part, and part two. two. Yeah, and then they mm. change it. Yeah, that's, yeah. Okay. Now I remember.
2: Um, that's interesting. Um, because cliffhangers are generally so divisive. It could have been an easy move not to do that. Totally. In fact, they generally hate it. I think so. It's pretty speaks well of Infinity War that everyone's pretty on board with what they did. Everyone just left the cinema like. Oh
0: my god, what
2: happened? Spider Man Spider Man. <laughs> <Spoilers. laughs> um next up, uh the Disney Fox merger has officially gone through. Um, this happened uh March the twentieth. Um this we have known about this for ages. This was no huge news, but um unfortunately, straight away within the first week, um the production banner Fox two thousand um has kind of immediately been shuttered. Um this Does that is mean shut down. Shut down. Yeah, everyone laid off. Nice. Um, with, from what I understand, pretty decent severance packages—one to two years of salary, which is, you know, not the worst That's thing. That's Disney money. It's that, that, that mouse, that mouse money, money. Yeah. Um, but uh, this is um a, an extreme thing to do right out of the gate. Um, was it four thousand jobs? I saw. Yeah, uh, something like that. Um, and this is um probably not the most well-known kind of Fox banner. Um. They they're kind of a, a source of like mid-budget dramas, kind of teen stuff, uh, some just kind of serious movies for adults. Um it's a lot of really good stuff that um I can't imagine a juggernaut like Disney really focusing production on. It was that that really kind of fading sector of films that um is moving more to streaming service. $50 million budget yeah. kind
3: yeah. of thing.
1: Yeah. yeah. But I mean, maybe that's a good thing. Like let the streaming service have those films. I mean, if you're not if you're not Kind of well suited in the industry to, you know, produce those films and to, you know, spend time, money, and effort on it, then cut it.
2: They have made plenty of movies that have made money. Like this under
1: Disney's banner and under Disney's management. Yeah, they, they, Disney's
0: got a different, different uh, ethos. Yeah, you know they're not going to go and give a filmmaker on his second or third movie sixty million dollars to go make you know like fox were obviously trying to cultivate talent with fox 2000 yeah. that was sort of like
2: their next step up for their
0: directors having said that talent. They gave
1: Taika Waititi a shit ton of money. Yeah, so. that's
0: and that's the new model. That's the new model.
2: Yeah, I don't I can't see this as anything but a bit of a loss at the moment because we we've still got fox searchlight as far as we know and they make amazing fucking stuff, generally a little higher tier, more awards kind of focused movies. Um but it was just really good to have, you know, another, you know, within a, a massive conglomerate, but another little guy sort of um, I, 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 as a movie fan, I always think more movies and cinemas is, is a good thing. I, I don't really want to see that disappear. I don't want to see that variety and choice disappear. But um, uh, I, I think this whole um, Fox-Disney murder is is insane and only time will tell how fucking catastrophic it is for the world. But uh, uh, this is a, a sour note to start on. Yeah, once we get a chippy off, that's, that's <laughs> when we're done.
0: That's when we're fucking done. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, guys – when is Wolverine coming to the MCU? Steak dinner um, right now. I, well, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to bet we're on it. We're talking month and we're talking year. I'm not going to bet on it. I, just, I, I really
1: hope they wait like years. I hope, you know, the more well, I when think you about say it. Two years, five years, five, ten years. Five, six at so least. 2024. At least. I mean, the more I think about it, the more I, I, I tend to agree with Ben that the X-Men in their current form Really don't have any place in the MCU, and I know a lot of people are being like, "Finally, X Men is coming home." All this kind of jazz, but I think that's a lot of comic book fans, maybe that are that are kind of um, looking at the the Marvel comic book universe and thinking, "I want to see this on screen." Where what we know so far is that the MCU isn't the comic book universe, and it's not tonally the same. It's not, you know, story wise the same. Um, so I, yeah, I, I think that. The, the X-Men that we know doesn't really have a place in this particular MCU. I think that you could start to add a couple of characters here and there, but I think I don't think that they'll put Wolverine, at least in the MCUs that currently exists. I think uh I think I have my own set of reservations about, you know, how effectively
0: they can incorporate the X-Men because I do share the same opinion with you guys that it's quite nice having them exist in their own realm and, and them have their own space to play in but I don't think you can't do that in, in the MCU and we've seen them do that with Guardians of the Galaxy at one point in time they were very separate it's actually funny like re- it's like funny re-watching Infinity War and being like wow this is actually the first time Thor meets the Guardians mm. of the Galaxy it seems so part and parcel very these different. days mm. like I
1: mean the, the X-Men they can
0: exist in very different tones and like Guardians of the Galaxy has retro music Music and you know it's got a different vibe,
1: and then you can push that it to another extreme. Not tonally, it is not that totally different than the well, rest of the MCU. W- it's very much, very obviously still an MCU film. It's whereas, got its own flavors, though. Whereas and I don't the X Men, the the whole, the premise, the style, we're the, talking the pedigree, even is is a mile away from from what you find in the MCU as a whole. What do you whole. mean pedigree? I mean, you know, you don't have the range of films in terms of good and shit. In the MCU that you do in the, um, but but I mean like the X Men Fox. I mean like
0: I just, the, we we we're go- they they're going to recast everyone. They're going to give it a different vibe. Yeah, no, they're going to reinvent just, it. I, I, it I, can't I, exist as it is. It can't that version. You know Patrick Stewart Ian yeah, McKellen. It's done. it's done. But and, and that's, that's, that's my, a similar thing to like the Tobey Maguire Spider Man and the Tom Holland Spider Man. Yeah. It's a reinvention. But then even
1: look at logistically, um, and this is something that's been brought up. Time and time again, how do you retcon the X Men into this universe? Because I mean, the X Men are well known by this time in in that, in like at least in the comic book timeline. But even in just, you know, I'm sure they're going to do
0: something with the um, what was have, the term they used in Age of Ultron for the the uh, enhanced. They'll right, they'll, yeah. they'll
1: they'll they'll but then they'll
0: they'll do something with how that. How much
1: flack did they get for for taking mutants and making them enhanced? And like, can you imagine? None. Sorry. Um. Huh. Yeah, I've heard a bunch of people, Scarlet, like a bu- a bunch of people um, have a bitch and a whinge about that. Nerds. And, I mean, <laughs> and in addition to that, can you imagine, like, the whole idea of mutants and, like, the, 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 one of the main yeah. reasons or one of the main, I guess, plot devices of the X-Men in general is that the, the mutants are a form of evolution and, and you know, that, um, that tension between normal humans and mutants and all that. Can you imagine just taking that and ripping that out of the X-Men? You know, That'd be
0: bizarre. I, they, they, I, I, as I said, I've got my own set of reservations, and they do have to handle it with sophistication. But I don't think Marvel is not. I think they know what they're doing, and they will find a good um, well, way to incorporate it. We in. don't know
1: if they are incorporating, and that's the well, thing. They, they know what they're doing. Supposedly,
0: they- the next event film is going to be Avengers versus X Men.
2: I think beyond Marvel knowing says, what sorry, they're says doing, who? says um, John. You know, John on John, the end yeah, of yeah. John's John right Dark like 87% <laughs> of the time <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, 4, like four But that 4% is some are fines. Look, I think beyond Marvel knowing what they're doing um, Which they generally do Disney is an unstoppable Juggernaut of money-eating Monsters that will Regardless of what, I don't know, Feige wants Who knows how long he's going to be around I think the integrity of the MCU is going to Really start crumbling Sooner than we might think and why? I would not what be surprised. I would. Not, I don't know because I think Feige is on the way out. The amount of why do you think pro- the amount on the of product they're 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 uh, making, you know, building up, like they're just shooting into new areas, and I, I don't know. I think I'm I'm not talking about superhero fatigue necessarily. Just I don't I don't know. I I I don't think they can keep this up to as long after Endgame as we would like. And I would not be surprised if we see within a couple of years because of this merger. Wolverine just fucking step out of a portal and be like, "I'm in the MCU now." Like, yeah. I, I, I think they are going to pull the trigger on this shit sooner and maybe sloppier than uh, any of what us. What leads you like. to
0: believe that? I mean, it's, it's, I'm, I'm, I. As I said, I have my reservations. You just said but...
2: that the next movie is going to be Avengers versus X Men.
0: Yeah, that's fucking cool. No. I'm not, Why, I'm, how can you say no I'm when saying, there's no creative vision? There's no like if you sat. There, imagine if you sat there and you watched that film. You're like, "Fuck, they did it again, motherfucker!" And, and, and I would that's, not that's put that great. out of the ballpark. Exactly. Course, I'm, not saying, both I'm options, not saying. I'm not saying. Both either, I'm not, not saying either
2: way in this regard. I'm not saying it's going to be good or bad. I'm just saying I wouldn't be surprised if this all really just starts happening a lot quicker than we think. I re- I, I listen. It, it's not like they haven't
0: done it with Star Wars. I mean, not that I don't like The <laughs> Last Jedi or The Force Awakens, but you know, I'm not wait, wait, in sorry, Star, Wars Star Wars mode. Well yeah, so I it's not a very good example. I'm just <laughs> talking more about the fan base, I guess my sentiments want towards the fan base. So so maybe not maybe that's a bad example, but uh so that I mean that means I'm I right. Think, I think there's they've too done much... well with
1: Star Wars, so they'll do well with this. <laughs> Boom, next story. <laughs> I just think I think there's too much that they'd need to change. There and and I do worry, Ben, that they might go down that road. I think that, you know, people can only do this for so long and and your comments about Feige kind of ring true, not on on that I've heard anything about him leaving, but just it would make sense that he's done his, he might look at this and I've I've done one to four and wash his hands and say, like, this is my legacy and and then let the MCU do whatever they need to do going forward. Um, And that, I mean, that would scare the shit out of me because I can definitely see what Ben is saying and when they say yeah, let's, all right, let's start bringing in some notable characters. Let's, let's bring in Deadpool. He's really popular. You know what? Let's, let's offer fucking Wolverine a shit ton of money and let's get him back in I want in to see, him I would love to see uh, ah. an
0: MCU Wolverine movie. I would just think ah. like, can you imagine,
2: like it would be, yeah. For the, they for would the, give it a really cool vibe. For the record, I have no, I really don't think, like, I think they could absolutely do great things for the X-Men. No offense gone on. Like, I, I, no, no, I Like, I think the no. amount of shit they've managed to actually make work. You're just very skeptical and like. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not. Want to say that's not what I was talking about. I'm sorry if that came off the wrong way. I I'm not skeptical of them doing the X Men right. I'm skeptical. Look, no, I, you're I, skeptical of them just, being able to keep up the pedigree that they have been. No, no I said that. Not, this is not this is not even what I'm talking about. I just I just know, I, just, I just hate this merger. I think I'm afraid the world's going to end next year. <laughs> I think
3: that, <laughs> I think I'm just talking about something <laughs> this else. This is the <laughs> end times.
1: No, I look for what I was saying is I think if they if they do it well and they bring it in, a, they do bring them in. I think they should bring them in kind of like one by one, yep. very slowly, and I I think it should be like five or six years later, and I like. And if they do at all, because I think that the the task is is more monumentous than we really kind of contemplate. Because there's so much they would have to change, and and you'd have to think about how much of a backlash from the fans that you would. Really have Marvel is the template.
0: It. Marvel is the template for that. They do. They know how to um, pace themselves, and we've seen that. They are the example
1: of of not not doing it all mm-hmm. in the first movie. And 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 if there's any kind of universal law, you know in this world, it's that nothing lasts forever. Uh, it is you either, true. And, you either die and, the hero or you and, and watch yourself had, become the yeah, villain.
0: And they've had the dream run. So if it does all crumble, hey, it's not going to be that much of a surprise.
2: I think that's my main takeaway is that I am... Why are you so skeptical, George? I, I'm not. I was just <laughs> so pumped. <laughs> I am maybe just have this, this slight feeling in the pit of my stomach This hasn't really developed into anything yet, but that, that Marvel is living long enough to become the villain at this point. Like mm. I'm, I'm, Concerned for the future.
1: That seems to have rung a little bit too true for you, there, Ben. No, not, <laughs> in, not in not in any. Just staring yourself way. in the mirror. Like. Yeah, I, I particularly <laughs> like the fact that we use DC quote for Marvel. It's like yeah. the ultimate revenge.
2: Well, DC is the big swing and dick now. They're fucking wrong. <laughs> Shazam! Early reactions are in. They're very
1: positive. We shouldn't talk about that. All mm. right. What time is it? Australia time. Mm. Um, all right. So first trailer that we have this week. Um is the long awaited uh Tarantino trailer.
0: <laughs> Sorry, that, that reaction was like yeah. <laughs> your reaction to my Oh right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's so delayed. <laughs> Sorry. I, was like, <laughs> I was just
1: revisiting that. <laughs> that was weird. Um it, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh so we've got the the first trailer for the ninth Tarantino film. Um Everyone's losing their minds. Yeah, well, I mean, everyone would lose their minds no matter what. He could, like, take a giant steaming shit on screen and people be like, this is the greatest thing ever. Um, That
2: would be a pretty amazing trailer.
1: (laughs) Having said that, I I really dig this. I think that I, I have no idea what this is about, really. The one thing that I love is that somehow he has pulled off this feat of making Brad Pitt play second fiddle to someone, which I think is, like, that's fucking bizarre.
0: You got a Brad Pitt crush.
1: He's always going to be at the top, right? <laughs> I mean, he's an incredibly Im- uh, he impressive actor. <laughs> Are you debating that <laughs> or something? It is funny seeing two
2: of the like the biggest leading men mm. um, in one film ever. It yeah, kind of work together it, like that. It's
1: like an extreme version of watching Life um, that uh, with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and, and Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Be like, I you thought, two shouldn't be together.
2: I thought you just meant the concept of life.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is more of a vibe trailer. Like, it's more sort of like, this is where we're set and this is the main kind of characters. And, and yeah, it doesn't really give that much away. Yeah. But I did like the use of the interview, black and white, with the the wider film, and mm-hmm. it seems to have a really nice look to it. Um, I'm not super, like, I'm just kind of like, the fact that the brand name Tarantino is just yeah. kind of, I'm like, I'm, I'm excited for this, but nothing in this made me go like, I am fucking G'd
1: for yeah. this, you know? this. This yeah. isn't one of those kind of like, Star Wars or Marvel events where you're like really thinking like when is this coming out? I have to be the first one to see it. It's like a Tarantino film has never really felt like that to me. Like they're they're always impressive. I've always enjoyed them, but they've never really been events. I felt like Inglorious Bastards was for me,
0: and that's really? the only one. And maybe it was just that point in my life, but nothing nothing before or after. And I only really knew about Tarantino with the grindhouse stuff before that. Mm. But that was the only one that really like, wow, that trailer is incredible. I have to go see that opening night.
2: Yeah. Bastos was really well marketed. I think maybe it was a lot easier to market somehow. Mm. I, I don't know. Something about it is a bit more pulpy and kind of fun looking. Um, I was like
1: Django was probably more of the spectacle than anything else. Like I was probably more excited to see Django than I was. Yeah, them, I, yeah. Was, mm.
0: uh, yeah I was. Yeah, that's true.
2: Um Whereas this this trailer just feels more like a PSA for anyone who hasn't caught on yeah. yet. It's like there's a Tarantino movie coming and yeah. that's, that's all you
1: really need with him. So totally. that'll do it. Yep. Um, anything else you guys want to say about that? I'm excited to see, like, I'm I'm a huge Bruce Lee fan from back in the day.
2: He looks great. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad to see um, Mike Moe, who plays him, has recovered from being in Inhumans. Um, oh my goodness. That's, I, I, from Humans to Tarantino. Don't, yeah, imagine that. That could be a his biography. I think he was in a lot of heavy kind of prosthetics and makeup in Inhumans, so maybe so no one like, knows he was there. Yeah, yeah, there.
1: Yeah. And he probably didn't mention it. Is this your first it. role? <laughs> he probably yeah. didn't mention it to yeah. many people and be like, "Yeah, how'd you get the Tarantino yeah. gig, bro? <laughs> um, they're going to retcon him. They're going to fucking pull a Spacey if they find out that he was in yeah. Inhumans. humans oh, <laughs> will just be like, we're going to have to replace yeah. you. Sorry. Christopher Plummer plays Bruce yeah. yeah. Lee. <laughs> <laughs> so i <I'm Justin>. um, <laughs> Isn't it Michael
3: Gamble?
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, dear. Isn't um, it John Hurt. Uh, <laughs> Toy Story Four uh, came out. <laughs> um, you really How ex- are you guys feeling about this? <laughs> so, look, because I, I
0: actually I really despise this. <laughs> really, I think this is a pile of fucking bullshit. Why? Why? Yeah. It is recycling the same story, and it's bringing it's tapping into my biggest fear. With this, is that we had such a great. Trilogy And a great story And a really nice place Where it left off Where it's like The story goes on You know Like with they they reunited Or sorry Not reunited They've got a new owner With this new character The little girl And it's kind of like Right off into the sunset And now we're getting This whole bullshit And they're going He's going on another adventure And it seems so like It just seems so Corporatized Leaning into the the Toy Story brand And it just doesn't feel Authentic to me That's
1: fair My favourite Toy Story films are ones that aren't about Lost toys going to a new location Meeting new friends and then somehow Getting back to oh wait they're All the same so what the fuck Makes this any different
0: it feels A lot more similar to the first one At least in the presentation in this one I mean
1: it's it's very similar to the third Well it's it's, he doesn't get he he gets Stolen
0: in the first one okay So he gets stolen in the yard sale This one he's like actively he's like trying to go rescue Like if yeah, sorry, the second one. Yeah, so it the- feels like he's actually going to rescue. Like, I, I may, you know, like, yeah, that's fair enough. That's a fair, you know, they're all about this. The, the bullet points are the same. But I feel like I there's just something about this that just seems so inauthentic and I'm really not looking forward to this and I feel like it's going to be a Finding Dory and, I, you know, we'll see what happens. I was completely wrong about Alita Battle Angel. I'll admit when I'm wrong. But this one smells like some old bullshit to me.
1: I don't know. I, I, I mean, <clears throat> it's weird because I was going to come into this a little bit critical, but I can't help feel off the back of that that I kind of have to defend this trailer now because I, I feel because <laughs> like God, I love it. Well, no, no, it, it, it's because the people's champion. I thought that this was this trailer was far more authentic than I thought it was going to be. Like I, I mean, I walked into this um, kind of. As soon as I heard, and this was years ago, like pretty much right after number uh, that three came out, that they were doing four, like I was immediately against it. I was like, "Oh, please don't do it! Like it's, it's such a risk." But I mean, they have proven again and again and again with this with this um, uh, you know with the trilogy and, and this series in, in general that they that they have some level of care and concern for this franchise, and I and I think that I mean from what the production has kind of come out with like Tom Hanks and all that, I can't help, but feel that they're going to they're do their best to, to provide an authentic, um, uh, an experience. I mean, I don't know. It would seem, it would seem bizarre for them to just trash Canada in for some, for some dollars right at the end. Um, yeah,
0: I don't think they're not trying to do, I don't think they're actively going out there and being like, we're going to sabotage this thing and we don't give a fuck. Like it's not like monsters, monsters university too. I think the the decision making behind actually pushing Go on this whole project is inauthentic.
1: Okay, I will agree with that. But I mean once And I think that's a trickle,
0: that waterfall is trickling down through all
2: the
1: creators I'm said looking at the final presentation. Th- I would have said that for number three as well.
2: And Pixar's, I think a lot of um a lot of the higher ups have left more recently. A lot of the people who maybe were there to really help. Shepherd the third one into being something special. Um, where, and you know, we are saying this choice is kind of cascading down to these other people who sure are working with the best of intentions, but, um,
0: I mean, how do I don't know anything about pixel structure, so I could be completely wrong, yeah. but there's just something that I'm just not interested in this.
2: So the trailer itself, I, I didn't love particularly, but I do think, um, Woody's asking a lot of interesting questions in this that yeah. if they do take a more interesting angle that isn't just retreading what's happened before um, if they really do something surprising like they did in the third one and the places that went um, maybe something really interesting could come out of this So as, think- as it is if it just plays out strictly like it looks like it will like another rehash then um, yeah I, I, it's going to take a lot to convince me they shouldn't have left it at three yeah
1: well I mean any, anything other anything short of near perfection people are going to say that they should they should have left it at three, which they I mean, again, they probably should have. But now that they have press go, I I can't help but feel more secure with this since seeing the trailer than before. Cause I think that um I don't know, there like you said, Ben, there was a couple of kind of more deep questions that Woody was asking that I thought are gonna hit some of the more I guess interesting questions that you could ask in this universe in mm-hmm. general, like I mean, the the, the fucking not to mention spork, why
2: is a spork alive? Like, that, let's I mean
1: the spork itself and the ventriloquist
2: dummies. Does that mean ventriloquist dummies are fucking alive in this universe? Because so, that is terrifying.
1: Well, that was one thing they, I they've obviously quite like taken. That. That. That was yeah, no, they, the they look really cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, they've obviously taken the monkey and been like, oh, that scared of, uh, yeah. a fair few people. Let's fucking ramp yeah. it up. You think you were scared of yeah. number three?
0: R.L. Stein, come yeah. in, baby. Um, I find that monkey no, much, Drapier? Holy crap!
1: I think that there is room in this one to really provide. Cause I mean, if you look at this whole thing, Woody has always been this real like optimist and he's, and he, and he seems to be like, he even says in the, in the trailer, like, I don't remember it being this hard. Like he's obviously running into things that he just seems like a more mature and kind of more reflective character. And I think that that, that could be really interesting. Um, so look, I'm, I'm willing to give it a chance. Um, and I think that I'm I, like, I, I approached the, the trailer with an open mind and, and, to be honest, I, I don't think it's that bad of a trailer. I think that that's a, a massive overreaction um, to say that it's, you know, this giant pile of shit.
0: Yeah, no, which I, it, it might isn't. it might very well be an overreaction. There's just nothing in here that um, I really... Nothing. Maybe I am so protective of that original trilogy because in my opinion, that is the greatest trilogy of all time. It's certainly up there, yeah. And, and, and this one is just going to be the little six and a half out of ten, little fucked up. You know, one that you kind of have yeah. to remember, and it just brings the average down. It's the Sporky of the And, and I'm just like, what, do we? Do, how many? It's going to how be how many the, interesting? How many more interesting stories do we have to have with these characters that we almost saw perish in that final one? Like that was a gut wrenching emotional moment.
3: Yeah, in that it's, final it, one. It's
1: going to be the Hobbit to the Lord of the Rings. It, it could very <laughs> well be. It could very well be. Um. All right. Well, let let speaking of the greatest trilogy of all time, let's let's segue very smoothly into John Wick Chapter 3. Um, I I think I know how you felt about number two, Ben, but I'm going to ask anyways. How did you feel about number two? Before uh, we jump into this. I uh,
2: I liked it. i got to watch it again. A lot of people liked it more than me. Um, I think probably what it was lacking was just that surprise factor of the mm-hmm. first one, which is really like... The novelty of it. Yeah, really, really kind of came out of nowhere um, and was just this awesome fucking... Uh, Renaissance for Keanu Reeves, who everyone yeah. kind of really likes in general. I think,
1: yeah, nowadays, um, yeah, I I agree uh, with that. I think that the second one, I was thinking about this as watching as I was watching the third trailer, thinking like, what did what did the first one have that the second one didn't really have? It was this kind of like simplicity of purpose, like it was this. One like it was just this kind of bizarrely wonderful story about a guy that loses a dog and just decides to go on a murder rampage because of it. Like it's so, as you said, it's so surprising. It's so kind of novel.
2: Well, it was so full of, um, you know, all these little world building moments yeah. that you really weren't expecting going in. You were expecting mm. a pretty run of the mill action movie, yeah, and it just turned into this comic book universe that um, felt really fleshed out and lived in, yeah. Um, and then the second one continue that and expanded it a bit but yeah. you know it just wasn't wasn't a shock the either. second
1: one felt a little bit more gimmicky like mm-hmm. everything just felt a little less like um, you know when, whenever anyone was like oh my god it's John Wick you're like yeah we, we did that in the first one <laughs> um, and, and you know the kind of the world building you know what to expect yeah the world building didn't quite feel as an inventive so beyond that the third one that we just seen a trailer for I'm actually pretty excited for this yeah me too um, I, I am a little worried that they're going to follow uh, what seems to be a pretty stock standard formula for sequels, which is let's just make the same movie except bigger and better and louder and more violent. And I really hope they don't go down that route because be, I would I feel like that would be a real shame if the, it was just a bigger action film.
0: I don't think it looks like... It's still got the same down-to-earth style. You know, there's no... I mean there's ninjas cor- on bikes with swords correct me if I'm wrong but there's no like him diving off a building or like him jumping off a plane or I didn't have that mission impossible like that's what I like about the, the fast jo- and furious yeah, like that's, escalation of skills I like and- that about this franchise is that you know it's a, mo- a bit more hand to hand combat uh, and a little bit more in camera and I think that's been one of the successful things about this and it seems to be keeping the same thing like it's nothing there's nothing novel in this one there's nothing like crazy but if you're into John Wick which I, I, I might much prefer the first one to the second one. I mm-hmm. think the second one was a pretty severe drop. Some good little moments though. Uh, but this one, it just looks like I'm gonna be there. It's gonna be fun. It's not gonna be incredible. Mm. It's gonna
2: be cool. I like how this is shaping up to be like just six straight hours in John Wick's life that kind of suck <laughs> that he has to deal with. Like it really feels like one continuous story. Like the second yeah. one didn't feel like a remake of the first one. This looks like it's continuing on and doing other stuff as well. I guarantee you we're getting John Wick four. Five, six, seven. Well, eight, yeah, nine. I think they've said that. they will keep making them as long as people come saying 100%. them. Um, and I, I think that's cool. I, I, I don't think there was a drop in quality with the second one. I just don't think it was a surprise for me, mm. really. Should we move
1: on? Let's move on then. Um, so next we have uh, <laughs> Lucy in the Sky, um, which when we watched this trailer, what came up was Lucy 2. And uh, when we started watching this, I hadn't seen that you'd actually pressed Lucy in the Sky. So I, was, I thought we were watching the trailer for the sequel to Lucy <laughs> and was fucking weirded out of shit fuck. right up until the point where <laughs> we you were like, is answer. this nonfiction?" And, yeah. and Ben answered yes. I was like, sorry, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, just like the first one. Um, no, this this seems to be about a, a woman astronaut. Uh, yeah, so you guys asked me what, is the, fictional. what the-
2: no, you, you guys asked me what the true story was behind this. Um, and I said, you guys know it, but I, I didn't want to tell you what it was. I'll give you two words and I think you'll remember what this is. Adult diapers. Huh? You guys don't remember this story about the, the astronaut woman who drove cross country and was in, in such a, like an insane frame of mind that she wore adult diapers the whole way so she didn't have to stop driving?
1: Wow, no. No. Okay, well, spoilers then. <laughs> I yeah, can't I believe you've heard of this story. Thanks for educating um, me. Yeah, it sounds amazing. Um, so this Where is- can I get Is pair? it weird that you've just said adult diapers to two grown men and then just like looked at you and you've been like, <laughs> yeah. what? It's well, like, <laughs> I'm wearing one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you clearly don't know about my other job. Usually, just yeah. being
0: at work and just being like,
1: oh, yeah, mm. deal
0: with that one.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, you must live a great life. <laughs> it's pretty
2: good. Um, so this is from Noah Hawley, who is- Like, I absolutely champion this guy. He's behind a few of my favorite TV shows, um, Fargo and Legion. Uh, He's the showrunner for, have you guys seen either? I know you haven't seen Legion. I've seen Fargo, about half a season one. Yeah, cool. Um, I I love that show to death, all three seasons. Um, And Legion, I've only watched the first season because I heard really weird things about the second. That's um, supposed to be
0: fantastic, the X-Men one. It was
2: so weird and just so trippy. And you kind of get a sense of that from this trailer. It looks really psychedelic, abstract. Yeah. Um so yeah, I don't know what this is gonna be exactly, but I'm I'm keen for it. Yeah, I, I um I thought this looked really great. Mm, I love true stories with a bit more of a stylistic flourish. I think that's really important. It's got a very
0: distinct look to it that I am really digging. I'm not sure what it is. It's kinda of like they're layering uh space with with a real world. Mm. Like that shot of them on the bed or something floating through space. Mm. There's some very
2: cool imagery in this. I'm quite excited for it. And it looks like another great character piece for Natalie Portman, um, who was so terrific in Jackie. Um, I don't know if either of you, you guys saw, but that was um, that was really good, that one. Yeah, she's really great.
1: Although I, I, just in general, really like Natalie Portman. I, what was it? Annihilation was last year. Yeah. Um, which I thought she was spectacular. She
0: just, her agent seems to get her really good roles. Like Black yep. Swan, Annihilation. Like this, the, that, that kind of stuff is really in my wheelhouse. Yeah. Uh, and I like her. She's no strings seems... attached? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> control, Thor: The Dark World, yeah. The Phantom Menace.
1: You really love making points and then just immediately destroying them.
0: Well, yeah. I mean, no, I completely don't agree. Bring up counter arguments, I, and I then we're all good.
1: <laughs> if you don't disagree with me, I can just say what I want. I think she picks really interesting work. That she I does. completely agree. Yeah, I was right. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So uh, next we have. Well, I have nothing to say about this. Uh, Stranger Things three. I've I've never watched a single Let's go episode of Benny?
2: What do you think of this? I was really counting on Connor to be the guy to talk about this. This is, uh, Stranger Things feels like one of those things you it would love. It feels like you would love that shit. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Have you heard what you watch?
1: <laughs> it's got Connor in <laughs> all, all over like, it. Can we just Hey guys, it's Friday night,
2: Sarah, so i got to stay in and watch all the new Stranger Things. <laughs> all
1: the new Stranger Things out, man. Um, I don't know. This this um was one of those films that or sorry, one of these TV shows that um I remember it coming out on Netflix and then I remember everyone going bananas for it, and I just couldn't bring myself to you're such a, a, a counterculture guy. <laughs> call, call. Which is, I do, well, I mean, I am, and I'm not. I, it's weird. There's, there's movies that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That have no that I have no business in liking that I really like, yeah. and then there's like things that I, you know, should like that I'm just like, no, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> checks out. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I just the vibe I got it from from it was kind of like a Dirk Gently um, vibe, but I'd much rather watch Dirk Gently than that. Um, I found. I like. I don't know. I this just seems meh.
0: I yeah. Uh, I'm a massive fan of season one. I thought that was a very successful uh, show, and I believe that they planned on only one season. Yep, or, it was meant to be
2: an anthology series.
0: And then season two came around, and I was two episodes in, and I was like, "What the
3: fuck?"
2: You know, I'm I'd, done. I'm done here. I can't say exactly. I think that I might have gone around two episodes into season two as well. And I was like, this, this is, this is so this story doesn't
0: need to be told. They, 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 didn't, want, they didn't need to tell the story. Yeah. Thanks, no thanks. And and this trailer looks like more of the same. And the kids, the kids are old and they're going through that Harry Potter as as Caban, Golden of Fire, like, you were such a cute little kid and now, you're this awkward teenager. <laughs> yeah. You know, they they are just going through that ugly duckling phase and it just feels so off center. Um, and they re- I just don't know if there's a story to be told here. Um, I won't be looking I won't be checking this out
2: Yeah good on you everyone Who's excited for it If you really love the first two I found the reaction to them To be a little over the top And a little like it was right in the heart of that that 80s boom where everyone was like 80s nostalgia it's like synth pop intros yeah I I love that intro by the way but um, but yeah people freaked out so hard for it I'm like this is okay did did anyone else watch nine seasons of the X-Files because that was like worse and better (laughs) in various parts But, but the thing about this was because it was
0: streaming service was just taking hold. Yeah. And, it was, and that was
1: one of the kind of the flagship. It was like yeah. it was House of Cards to begin with. And, and Stranger then it was Things. kind of like Stranger Things. And it and-
0: had uh, like that melting pot Spielberg with the 80s vibe and, and the Ghostbusters. All, and, and, and it appealed to everyone's sensibilities and mm. it did it well. Good to I, I see, stand by that first season.
2: Good to see they're still ripping off old movies hardcore with the that thing? close encounters of, of, the, of the third yeah. kind, all the toys walking through the yeah, room. What about the thing as well? That
0: last scene was totally ripped off, that last monster.
2: Yeah, the, I guess.
0: Like a really bad
2: CGI version. Yeah, the CGI in the first season was really bad. It's awful. Because I, I, that, that I watched the first season God. in like 480p because my internet was really fucked up oh at the time. Oh, God. Yeah, so half of that, you wouldn't be able to tell what the fuck was going on. No, I couldn't. Because c- you couldn't tell at 1080p what was going on. And I, yeah, and I didn't realize that the CGI looked that bad. It was <laughs> I assumed it must be better. Terrible. Yeah, that's a shame. Anyway.
1: Next up. All right, next up we have... Twilight Zone, which we didn't actually watch. Never mind. <laughs> <We So> keep, <laughs> two, I was like, is he going to skip it? Like, no, is <laughs> no. I was just I, like, I just kind of looked at what was next yeah. and I just. you like Ron Burgundy. <laughs> <laughs> like, away, was we keep gay, getting yeah.
2: Twilight Zone trailers that we can't find on YouTube and mean yeah. to watch on Instagram and then forget to watch before we yeah. start recording.
0: It's against it protocol.
2: <laughs> I watch them after the show and I think this looks great every so, time. so, so yeah excited. I'm keen. All very right. keen.
1: Sorry about that. Um, I've got one fucking job. And also, <laughs> uh, just quickly,
0: just quickly, John Peel's Us, highest box office opening for a non-remake uh, or franchise-based horror film in Wait, the USA. Wait, didn't he have
1: that for very nice. um, his Get previous out. one? Get Out? Quite possibly. Or, or, like, there, Get Out broke some kind of record yeah, for quite like- Plenty of yeah records for that one too. Yeah, but so that,
0: that, this is looking very promising. I yeah. haven't w- watched any reviews. I don't
1: know anything about it. I've heard some favorable stuff coming out, but-
2: I mean, thirsty. yeah. I'm. I'm just trying to. St- I'm already planning yeah. to see this twice on the first day. I'm. I'm. Yeah. But I want to
3: talk well about
1: it. <laughs> Well, I'm. I'm. I don't have like two seconds to watch it until like weekend, so I won't hear anything. So.
3: Oh, we'll call I'll, I'll be calling you up. Yeah, don't worry.
1: If you, fu- I'm just gonna mute <laughs> our conversation. Like you ever to answer my phone yeah, call. Literally anyway. gonna put a message in our chat. Like, <laughs> you know pull. what? I I texted Ben the other day, and um I realized that the last text I sent him was like six years ago or something.
3: <laughs> <laughs> 2012.
1: Oh <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. yeah he's having to
2: the reach. <laughs> uh, best part was my response. Who's this? Yeah, <laughs> new phone. New desk. I'm like, You know, damn well who it is. Five-year-old phone. Who's this?
1: <laughs>
2: Brilliant. Uh, well
1: done. Mm. No, you knew. You made, we communicate
2: over Facebook for the you made the work. cut. Well, I mean, I see you all the time. <laughs> yeah, so much. <laughs>
1: too much. <laughs> <laughs> too, too much. I just wait the week and I ask you to your face. <laughs> <laughs> Old school, yes. man. Old right. school.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, actually, really. Well, Amazon. Yeah anyways um
0: happy patrick's day cheers
1: uh next we have deadwood um i don't did any of you watch the deadwood series yeah i watched it's it way back when
2: yeah when when like dvd box sets were a big thing <laughs> and i remember buying all them and <laughs> watching through the series that was probably the densest series i'd ever seen at the time one of the most adult um so so great yeah um HBO when they were really pioneers
1: I was going to say the the one of the two big series that are on my list to finally get to and it's it's one of those things where it's like it's not going anywhere so we'll eventually get there mm. is Deadwood and Rome which are those like I have distinct memories of just what you said which was mm. those big box set DVD box sets um, and one was Deadwood and the other one was Rome and I remember always seeing them being mm. like mm, those would be cool to watch
0: what about Sopranos that's um, on my so, list
1: Sopranos I kn- I don't know it's I, I understand like the the kind of iconic nature of the Sopranos, but for some reason it's never been a series that's like okay. kind of struck me as you need to watch this hmm. Sopranos is but like, getting Dead, long in the tooth now. It's hard to go back though. Yeah, Deadwood yeah. and um, and uh, Rome are like they're in my wheelhouse. This Shit that I absolutely love. Like I love westerns and I love like old medieval. You'd you'd lady. love Rome,
2: but you really have to prepare yourself for the fact that that show just gets canned after the second season, like unceremoniously. Yeah. So uh, you'd have to know that going in, I think. Um, Deadwood, though, is so special. I, I can't believe this, you know, this trailer is very brief. There's not much to it, but I cannot believe how much um, um, Al Engine and Seth Bullock look exactly the same. Yeah. Um, Was his name Timothy Oliphant?
1: I was gonna say Timothy Oliphant looks well because I'm currently watching Justified. He looks fucking unrecognizable. I'm like, <laughs> where is his southern drawl? Where is his clean shit? Like, what, is where's the his wrong charm? hat? Where's his soul? <laughs>
2: um, yeah. So I I I don't know if this will be any good all these years after the the show ended, but I'll definitely give it a go.
1: Probably say it won't be. Correct. I don't know why yeah. I'd say that, but no, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. Um, I don't know what it is about Ian McShane, but I'll watch him in anything. Hell yeah. He's oh, I I did like, except yeah, a Pirates of the badass, Caribbean in four no, again. No, <laughs> fuck it. I'll watch him. <laughs> like, like I, you know, make yeah. me a supercut of Justine McShane. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks fucking cool in uh, John Wick in- uh, with the whiskey glass. Oh, yeah. Sorry, yeah, Al cool. Engine in Dead,
2: Deadwood, uh, I keep thinking Deadpool, is one of the all-time great TV characters.
1: Yeah. Uh, weren't you, with the whiskey glass, you were talking about John Wick? John Wick, yeah. Yeah, yeah I said John Wick. Not, okay, all right. <laughs> Jay Wick. Jay <laughs> Wick. Um, all right, so let's move on to the last one. Um, th- we can wrap this up pretty quickly I think on this think last so, one yeah. uh, Dora and the Lost City of Gold um, I think the only reason this is on the list is because it came out today and it just seems kind of bizarre you, I, I don't know about you guys but I just got a Spy Kids vibe out of it yeah. and and that's probably all you need to say Like Spy Kids if we watched it now would be absolutely shit but at the time fucking loved that shit
2: Nope, <laughs> you didn't like Spy Kids when it first came out I never watched any Spy Kids movies oh, I was not interested yeah I haven't either they look
0: terrible. I can't believe oh, Shark sorry. Boy Are and Lava girl? girl. Are
1: you saying that you had like such refined taste when no, you were I was watching six? like The
2: Godfather?
0: Yeah, yeah. And
1: fuck both. Yeah. Of
2: them. <laughs> um, I was watching Deadwood at the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I I put this in here because this is just so bizarre. Like, yeah. Dora the Explorer has a movie like this that simultaneously looks like. You know A big, a big production And also just out. really shitty mm, Yeah, yeah. Well it, it, it. The the sad part of it is It's directed by James Bobbin Who's someone I really like This is a Flight of the Concords guy Who did um, the Muppets movies The recent oh, ones Oh no And um, Oh I, dear I'll be that guy's <laughs> corner I think I think he's really cool And there there is a slight Tinge of character In this trailer I think this is one moment Where you see her going to school And there's like All these guards Checking everyone's bags Like that's a weird thing To be in the door Of the Explorer movie And they're pulling out All their weapons and shit I'm like that's an interesting angle for them to take. It doesn't look yeah. like they're following through on that at all. But uh, yeah,
1: there it is. Next. <laughs> all right. So that's our trailers. Now we have question of the week. Dun, 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 um, ben, I know that you want to take charge of this one. Um, do you want me to read the question and you can take from there, or you want? All right. So this got sent in by our boy Tristan Myers.
0: T Bone. Amen. Miss your
1: Miss your Yeah, no. He moved away. It's very yeah. sad. Um, so his question, and I got this, I think, right after our, our last episode. Um, he said, got a question of the week for you. You guys always complain about the DCEU casting. It um, was a bit of a sledge there. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, we got like, you man. Fuck, Fuck you. you. <laughs> um, he basically asked, what's everyone's dream casting for the main characters in that universe? Um, so I sent this on to the boys in that text. What was it? You know, pretty much that night. And I, I could, I could pretty much hear Ben stiffen up from you know. In more vibrate. ways than one. Yeah. In more I, ways.
2: I, I did not sleep that night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was like,
0: oh,
1: why have yeah. I never he done this? Going to his yeah. room, <laughs> and there's
2: like a scribble all over. And I mean, yeah. red yarn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> connecting everything. So, yeah. To be fair, we
1: don't normally do these kind of fan casting type things. Mm. But and, and so I, I was almost sure that you'd be like, nah, that's not really our wheelhouse to do this, guys. But you, you fucking took a hold of this. Yeah, I couldn't wait. I I stay
2: away from this stuff just because it hurts too much to make these, you know, dreams <laughs> and know they're never going to happen. Um because the DCU is such a weird shambling mess at the moment. Um so I was thinking we go through one character at a time um and each say our picks. Let's do yeah. it. Um starting with uh Batman. Connor, uh, what do you think? that was the hardest one, man.
1: Yeah, so I'm gonna be honest. Mine. Just I, say I, army hammer, George. I, I, I did my. So I, I specifically didn't put army hammer for so, any of these because yeah. if, if you put him for Superman, then it's just it's just Cavill. Mm. Um, Shit. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, so for Batman, I went uh, pretty uneventful. John Ham. Okay. Yep. Yeah, um, I can see that. I think he's got. He's definitely got Bruce Wayne down. Like he just kind of seems like that guy that oozes class, um, and for me, Batman has to kind of be big enough to like be imposing. Um, I always thought it was kind of a miracle that um, Christian Bale was able to get big enough to kind of fill mm. out that suit, um, and I, I really liked the way that Ben Affleck looked as Batman in uh, Batman for Superman. Not in Justice League, not Batman. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I, you know, I, I, so I think that there's some some legitimacy to having like a big Batman, and I think that he kind of hits all those markers. Um, he's got like the deep enough voice, um, you know, to to naturally pull off that that character. He's 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 look, and he's he, talented. He's he's often thrown around, yeah, but he
2: is he's like the prototypical like Alex Ross. Yeah, you know, painterly Batman. Like he, he, he looks great. It's got a fifties yeah. dad vibe. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's not. It's, it's not slick like back hair, not... and he can
0: also play unhinged. Wayne well, Madman wasn't he a bit of an alcoholic? Like, oh, he's uh, a yeah, I mean, I can yeah. see him. Perfect with Batman. He can get that Batman. Like he can get that, as you said, that class, tortured, tortured soul. that really slick, and then that facade behind the facade, yeah. really tortured soul. Yeah. There was
1: a BBC series, a BBC series that he did with Daniel Radcliffe. Mm. Um, I think it's called The Doctor's Notebook or something. Um, which I watched. God, this would have had to been like maybe eight, seven, eight years ago. Um, but he plays kind of unhinged in that, and he does it really well. Um, and that was one of uh, to this day, I think, is one of my favorite John Hamm performances. Um, it's, it's also just a really cool. If if you know, if I can think of the title, I think it's called The Doctor's Notebook. It's, I, think, I think you're right. Like, yeah. The Russian thing, anyways. Oh, yeah. Anyone that hasn't seen it, go check it out. So yeah, John Hamm is my pick.
0: Good, good choice. So I. uh, this one's a little bit weird because I have been obsessed with the idea of a Batman of the future movie. Yeah. And this article came up in my feed in Facebook and was like, casting. there was fan casting for bringing Michael Keaton back yeah. as old Bruce Wayne. Because mm. Batman of the future set like 50 years, you know, in the future. And, and, and Bruce Wayne is, is kind of like, he's like the, what's his name? Arthur? What's the, what's the butler's name? Alfred, Albert? Alfred, mm. Albert, Alfred. To Terry uh, McGinnis, he's kind of like, but he's he's got that Bruce Wayne like mentorship behind it, which makes it a different dynamic. He's the one in the control room, whilst Batman's like the young Batman's off. But Bruce Wayne, he's kind of like he's manipulating this kid, and there's there's what something was that really old animated one.
1: Where he's that in a one. wheelchair. Is that the one that you're talking he's about? He's not in a
0: wheelchair, it- but um he's, he's old Batman. Yeah. Oh, he's got a cane, yeah, man, yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like I would love to see that continuity. And you don't even need to really reference the old ones. You mm. can just like just bring it in. And I think I-, I I would love to see something done there. And Michael Keaton, he's just so good. Mm. Bring him back. Mm. Um, he could yeah. be such an asshole, like in the founder. He's such an asshole. Like, can you imagine him fucking with this kid? Like, yeah, and there's a really interesting relationship could form from that.
2: That's such a cool element of Batman that we rarely see in the movies because you know he's the hero. Is that he is kind of a manipulator and like he's a broken dude in that series as yeah, well. So that is. could be really interesting. Yep. Mm. Um. So unsurprisingly, I put a lot of thought into all of these. Um, <laughs> And I have two options for some of them, I'm sorry. Um, I did the same. <laughs> um, and I really tried to boil down every one of these characters into their just their, their main essence or what they mean to me, maybe. Um, so for Batman, who's a character I have a mi- mixed feelings about, um, mainly in the way he's portrayed sometimes. But um, Batman from the comics is someone who's all about intensity. Mm-hmm. Um, and so someone who I've not been able to get out of my head for the role. Both of my picks here, are, I'm going to admit, too skinny for the role So that knocks out One of your big Criterion Criterias Criterion Things Whatever um, But uh, I've never seen him So frustrated Criteria <laughs> Criteria Criteria um, So my, my uh, Ever since I saw uh, Searching um, Which is just A 90 minute movie About John Cho Being a detective Who is so Laser focused On saving a child It's his child Of course But I haven't been able To get his face um, mm. Out of my mind For a Batman Um because we've never seen that detective Batman done really distinctly like that. Um, and I don't know, there's something about him. Like I said, he's, he's kind of a skinny guy, but. Uh, Asian Bruce Wayne as well. That would be really cool. I, 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 that'd be something really different. You could give it a different
0: spin. Yeah. Like you, you can even recast somebody, someone else takes the mantle or do something, but yeah.
2: Well, um, and also just Batman being a ninja, I guess he, he doesn't always have to be a, like a full on tank of a man. But, um, yeah, I, I think um, just based on his performance in that movie alone, I think he he really sold something like, like that. Like Wayne Enterprises Skyscraper in Shanghai or something. Like, oh, whoa, that would be so cool, man. That would be fucking interesting. I'm into that. Um, and my other pick is um, Dan Stevens from uh, Legion. He played Beast in the Beauty and the Beast remake. Um, this is a guy who has...
1: This. <laughs> George, you're looking up Dan Stevens Yeah, no, please He's, he's
2: a, one of my, my favourite actors He's got this wild-eyed intensity Like, he can do crazy like no one else And I kind of like Batman when he He's crazy Is just visible behind the eyes a little bit Because Batman is a crazy dude He's um, just a little too Draco Malfoy <laughs> so He's got that weasel look I, you... You ha- you have to see him in action.
1: See, I I knew that you were going to be a, a little a bit more Weezer. nuanced in your picks, but I got to say that like I can't like I'm just imagining him in a Batman suit, and it's just I know not I know working.
2: My Batman ones are the most different than the characters been portrayed before. I'll admit, um, so I'm not ex- I'm expecting them to be controversial, but uh, Dan Stevens is is an actor I really love. He played Legion. Um, I would really like to see him bring something different to that character. Um, next up, of course, is Superman. Connor, what do you think?
1: Um, I had a bit of trouble with this one. There's a lot of guys, and I, and I looked at a couple of lists, like who could replace Henry Cavill type There's thing. two or three in this room. Exactly right. Yeah. They're Everyone over there. that seems to what go for <laughs> Superman just goes for a Henry Cavill lookalike. So Arnie Hammer is thrown around left, right, and center. For Batman? No, for, for and Superman. And Wonder, Wonder Superman. Woman, strangely enough. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> uh, there's a couple of other people that just they look they they've got the same look the, the, the chisel jaw and all that kind of stuff, uh, but none of them or not none of them but so few of them have anything in the way of kind of like acting talent that would make me really step out, like go like oh fuck yeah. Um. So the person that I picked, I'm st- I'm 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 not really set on any of these, but I picked o- Oscar Isaac. Um, just because I think he's like he's really talented, um, and like I can, a Mediterranean well, Superman. <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like you know the the whole boy from Kansas thing. Yeah. That was my big kind of my my big question about that. Like he's meant to be like. This is the I've ignored race
2: for most of my picks, so if we keep getting <laughs> yeah. hung up on this, we're going to be here all night.
1: Yeah, I I mean like. <sighs> carry on, it's a good pick.
2: Yeah, I, I like I, think I like he, Oscar Isaac. In terms I think of,
1: but again, he, the person also needs to be big enough to like fill out the suit. Like both Batman and Superman, out of anyone, need to be imposing and kind of regal. And I, I just I like Oscar Isaac, how he how he kind of seems to pull that off.
0: No, I honestly, in terms of intensity and um like the the way he's a chameleon. Like he, like he, his roles, I feel like are, are quite distinct from each other. Like you've got Poe who's like got his thing going on and then you've got his character and X mark and are so different. Mm. Uh, you know, I think, and then annihilation that he's doing his own thing there. He can do noble and what Superman needs to be done. I don't know if he's quite got the look for it and the stature, but in terms of chops, he's got it. Hell yeah. Uh um, my I, st- I, I didn't realize this was so standard. I was, I was like oh, yeah, this is a pretty novel choice George. Army Hammer. Uh, he's just got that imposing you know he's like 6'3" six, 6'2" six, six, something like that. He's got he's got, just, he's just got just the Henry broad Cavill. shoulders. Hmm. Um and he just doesn't have a fucked up mustache, mouth. So <laughs> he he wins. Arnie
1: Hammer is just Henry Cavill. Like I mean they, well, they
2: the, are the same person. Henry Cavill's not a bad pick though. So
1: I mean no he, he's not um, and I think a lot, a lot of the kind of failure, of or I, I won't even say failure of Henry Cavill. As in society.
0: in look, in look, they're very similar. But in in the in portrayal, like if you think of like the be, the brothers in in the Social Network versus he's very like I just feel like he can. Army Hammer, I enjoy watching him on I've screen. I've never watched him a play lot more. anyone
1: else other than the brothers. He cops up here and there, you yeah, know, as, as a different character. What's that one that he played with Henry Cavill? It's that um. Uh, oh, man the guy, the guy from Uncle, the yeah, man from Uncle, the man from Uncle. Um, you know, just this kind of like, uh, straight-faced Russian, big imposing guy. Um, I felt like it was very similar to what he played in, um, The Lone Ranger. Um, I didn't think, I, 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 to me, I don't think he has. An extraordinary amount of range. I'm okay, guessing I, you haven't
2: seen "Call Me by Your Name."
1: Yeah. Oh no, I haven't. That's right. Cause I, he's, that. he's a terrific actor, and that's putting back in the mix. And I that, was, about, um, I was about to say again. I, I'm not again, saying, I'm, he's I'm a not bad
2: saying actor. Yeah, I'm not saying he has a huge amount of range either. But he's perfectly like the way he is is pretty perfect. No, for, I, for I, and, Superman. And,
0: and I think. I think, and you maybe you could put the sound of Fincher, but he played two very different p- people in the Social Network. Mm. Like they. They were two different characters, and you knew which one was which. One was the leader. One was so maybe that was David Fincher. Maybe that was Army Hammer. Anyway, I think he's a cool choice, and I think he's got the look.
2: Yeah. Um. So I did not um go in the direction you were thinking. Like I, I went a much more um obvious way. I guess <laughs> given what you were saying before. Um. My my first pick for Superman is both of these guys. are Just kind of the um like the the fucking I'm looking for someone who's a, an übermensch, you know, someone who when they are in the role of Superman is someone who looks like a human god. Mm-hmm. Um so first up I picked Mac, Matt Bomer from um yeah. the uh the He's uh, another one that's The Magic throwing, Mike movies and yeah. he he does look a lot like um Henry Cavill, I guess i so say. So this,
1: this is my thing like Arnie Hammer, um Bomer, like they there are two of the most thrown around names next to Cavill and they look exactly like him and I feel like that that's why I didn't include him.
2: So Matt Bomer, I've just never been able to get out of my head in the role since I heard that he had uh, attested for it. I think, mm-hmm. um, and again, like I said before, I don't think Cavill was a bad choice, so I don't think someone like him is either. But um, uh, my other pick is um, Henry Golding from A Simple Favor and Crazy Rich Asians. He was the the male lead in that one. Um, he is another one who just has that 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 look where you are like, holy fuck, this guy. Is chiseled from stone, yeah. and um, both so, these guys just have like charm to spare. And I think that's something that Go- uh, Cavill's been criticized for not bringing to the role. Not that he doesn't have in real life, obviously, but um, I right. would really love to see someone come into this role and really win people over.
1: He's certainly big enough to do it,
2: yeah. Yeah, he, Gold- Golding's like, a huge he's dude,
1: fucking chiseled as shit. Yeah. Um, it is funny because when when we said this, uh, when we first you know kind of talked about doing this fan casting thing. Um, I made the joke that I'm just going to make all the white people mixed race and like change Wonder Woman to a man, cyborg's gonna be, you know, all uh, this different uh, kind of stuff. Um and it, it seems as like you actually gone that, like you, I, you, I, your casting would cause so much issues. Not that I'm saying it like that it shouldn't, but like or what? That it should. <laughs> Sorry <laughs> It's the other way around. Like, um or that it should, but I'm like I'm just thinking like in a practical sense, that would the, the internet would just like fold in on itself.
2: I was hoping an you guys, Asian an Asian Superman. I was hoping you guys weren't going to bring it up this much to be honest. Cause I, I like not um race blind casting casting, but kind of racially open casting in yeah. characters that don't have to be a specific race yeah. for a particular which is, reason.
1: Which is why I kind of brought it up with Oscar Isaac and uh, and that, because I I feel like the whole midwestern um or the like, the Midwest Clark Kent from you know the middle of white America um, seems like it, it kind of seems a bit weird to have I think him anyone play. be a
2: country boy though. Like- oh,
1: I mean, like technically, yes. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm certainly not wrong. He's an alien. He can look at like whatever the hell he wants. But um, I guess it's just like there's such a such an ingrained image in my mind of Superman.
0: No, I think it's cool. I think diversify it up, man. And I, I didn't think about it in that way. I'm going for a lot more of the archetypal look. But, um, I, I you know, that, a, can, that can deviate. Ones, yeah. And we, we've seen that before. So I think it's cool that you're
1: thinking outside the box.
2: So closing up the Trinity, Tr- Trinity mm. Wonder Woman.
1: Uh, so just before we get to that, there was a... Um, <laughs> oh, no, that was for Batman. Um, I saw on one of these, like, websites that was talking about who, who should play what. Um, uh, Timothy Chalamet, uh, someone put forward for um batman um and i thought that was little that little was kid. that was the most fucking bizarre and like they You're really great, made a robin. case for it they, yeah, they said fantastic robin is mm. the right age and has the right demeanor to play the cape Crusade. i was like in yeah. what fucking world when he trips over and breaks both yeah. The wrists <laughs> 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 yeah i'm sorry that was just that was such a bizarre thing yeah, to no, see on one of these that's things. a troll that's yeah. a troll cast <laughs> no it was, it was like in a serious article well insane yeah. quotation marks serious listicle <laughs> <laughs> um Wonder Woman. Um so for me I I, I will say I, I really I quite like Gal Gadot in that. I think she's a bit a little bit wooden in it. Um but wooden or woman? Wooden? <laughs> Wonder wooden. <laughs> wooden. Um, but overall I quite like her. Um oddly enough you get him in trouble. the other two if I was going to switch up the casting um again, very run-of-the-mill um choices for me. One is Scarlett Johansson. Um and Scarlett Johansson is is not <laughs> only like I just I've just loved her forever, hmm. but also when I think of female um kind of action star, she's really risen up in the ranks as as someone that has been willing to take on that mantle. Um you know, say what you will about the the Divisiveness of the casting when she was cast in uh, Ghost in the Shell. I thought that that kind of suit her brand um, of you know the the you know action action hero. Um, So yeah, I I think Scarlett Johansson could be cool on that. But also um, someone else that has kind of taken on that mantle as well, which is Charlize Theron. Um, And I mean, if we're talking about intensity and someone that just kind of you know. Wonder Woman has become this kind of symbol of woman power and if there's someone that just fucking oozes that shit it's Charlize Theron I think she's a a cool pick yeah yeah she could just absolutely nail this
2: yeah I've I've kind of tried to I know this is all fantasy so but we all have our own parameters I guess I've tried to kind of stick to people who are um, young enough to stay in these roles for like an existing franchise but uh, yeah otherwise I think she's a fucking awesome pick Georgie uh, I chose two here
0: um, first choice was Anna de Armas uh, from Blade Runner 2049 hmm. she has okay. she's a Cuban act actor and she has uh, just this really angelic look hmm. Um yeah She's back here And I think that
1: You could really For, for people make, on the podcast When he says back here yeah, It doesn't poster, just mean The poster The
0: poster behind The it.
3: poster Now we've got her in the back <laughs> Yeah, yeah my porn stash In the corner, like a
1: magazine
0: oh, no <laughs> No Fuck off Why'd you do this
1: Why now? did I You're to, the one that took it to the... I'm running
0: with the gag man I'm running with the gag
1: Just immediate betrayal uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, Sorry, let's move on. I, I think that the angelic look that she would bring with the really strong physical presence that they, they could bring through is something that I would really like to see on screen. Um, and I just think, I, I just, I think she, she's, she's, uh, I, I really liked her in Blade Runner 2049 and I haven't seen her in much else. So mm. I'd like to see her in more. Um, and then the other choice I have is Denai Guerrera from, uh, nice. uh, from Black Panther, Okoye, Yeah, she's an awesome rising star. (laughs) I think, like, she... Like, that scene in Infinity War, spoilers, when uh, um, Black Panther is, like, melting and, she uh, like, turning to dust and Mm. she's holding his hand. Like, her reaction is by far the best, man. And she is such a badass in those movies. I would like to see more of that physical presence of that character Hmm. or that actor, sorry. Yeah. Um, so I think those are my two choices are quite distinct. One, a lot more sort of dainty angelic that would have that physical, you would, you'd have to inject that. And somebody who would from the get go have more of that physical presence, but just a really convincing portrayal.
1: This is a complete segue. Um, but just going to challenge you on the most impactful of the floating away that, I mean, how is that not, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and poor little Spider-Man. Oh, Robert's pretty stoic in that scene.
0: But, well, M- he, more the reaction
1: from the character rather I found, than the I found audience like, reaction. I Yeah, for me, I, I found his kind of reserved. But yeah, like, I think it was more about I was Spider-Man, more Spider-Man. Oh, no, that was. But I think, like, I don't know. from Then Tony Stark. That was more impactful to me. Like, watching him just kind of, like, look away in disbelief. Like, his whole thing was about, like don't get this kid hurt and like he's just kind of utter disbelief that it's finally like that it's happened that he died um, I, I, I guess I don't know this is such a segue sorry I was just yeah. wasn't gonna let no, that no I think just, just hers
0: just like she she in her eyes she just mm. had like complete disbelief that this guy that I yeah. is she, my number one priority has just vaporized yeah. selted in half
2: a second <laughs> yeah. um, my picks for Wonder Woman are uh, uh, strikingly similar to yours Georgie yep um, and on a side note I wanted to cast Anna Dahamas somewhere in this list but we only have one woman to cast yeah. which is such a bummer but yeah. um uh, well I mean uh, So I picked um, First up a, a very obvious pick Someone who I Was kind of Wanted to get the role Before they announced who, uh, When Gal Gadot got it um, Jamie Alexander Lady Sif From the Thor movies I think okay. as, Again an obvious choice Because she is playing A very Wonder Woman Like character In that mm-hmm. um, Wonder Woman light um, But I, I, I think She just sells it so well And we got so little Of her in those movies I, I mm-hmm. think it would be cool To see her as a is a very um you know s- uh, stereotypical version of the character and also um an actor who blew me away twice last year uh Cynthia Erivo um she was the soul singer from um uh El Royale
1: what's it really called Oh yeah yeah
2: Bad Times of the El Bad Royale Bad Times at the El Royale and she was also the um the late addition to the crew in Widows. um so when I when oh, I think of Wonder Woman I think of nice. two things I think of um Strength, power, and, mm. and warmth. Mm. Um, and I think um, this woman in these two roles conveyed both of those things so well and yeah. so, in so very different roles. Um, her in Widows, she's like a physical, my God, mm. she looks more badass than most of the, the guys in these she's movies. Intense.
1: And I think, I've always thought that that was something that I, I felt that Gal Gadot maybe just didn't quite get across was just like pure, like that, that kind warmth. of- warmth. Yeah, it was just a little bit wooden, like like as yeah, I said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with that. I think I think she. I I think she like, I, I, I'm not saying she did a terrible job, but there was something that I could have felt like. Her lot, have yeah, gone. her
2: line readings are
1: pretty. She stiff ticks sometimes. the
0: physicality box. She doesn't tick that warmth box that you're talking about.
2: Yeah, and I would say that yeah, like Cynthia Aravo Cynthia does both better. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, I have uh, Aquaman here.
1: So, George, I think we took a very kind of similar vein on this. I just kept Momoa. Is
2: that like cowardly vote? Yeah. Is that what you said? <laughs> no, no.
1: Um, I don't know. I just, I, I really liked the casting of Momoa.
2: He's really made the role his own.
0: I um, don't know how, I, I honestly, I don't know how else you can do it.
1: I think that <laughs> out of the, I, uh, you know, it's kind of ticked all the boxes for you. me um, in terms of like, if I, if I was going to go back to the kind of the original stylizing of, uh, stylizing of, of Aquaman, I would think of someone like, I guess like Chris Pratt or something like that, but I just, I, I don't see him doing a better job than Momoa. I think that is really spot on casting.
0: Yeah, I, I just I like I think it's a, I think it's insane that the fact that, that Aquaman's the highest gross the, the fact that Aquaman grows more than Justice League means that they did something right there. And I really don't think you can do Aquaman. It, it's so hard to get right. I can't believe
1: they got it right. It'd be like to trying to recast Iron Man at this point. I well just, no, not quite sorry, not quite. I like think that, even but...
0: more I think even tougher than that. Really? Uh, maybe. I mean, like, it's just so. Because I, I said that and yeah. then immediately regretted it. Mm-hmm. Don't follow me I down d- this. I don't, know. <laughs> don't don't I come up on think, this hill and die with I me. I just think like Iron Man could have worked with a few other people. You know, Aquaman is just that much harder. Like the 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 sandbox that you're in is just that much harder to get know. right.
1: I, I think Iron Man is such a downy character. It, it is. It is. Like it just it feels like that. I mean, everyone it, kind he of is, says he that is, he is Tony Stark yeah. type thing. Um, I just yeah I anyways. don't know I I just can't
2: think of anyone else that you could do so yeah I I agree with you guys to an extent although I don't I like I don't think the casting of um Momoa was done in any way to try and capture the actual character of Aquaman like no, there's no. there's no resemblance to the no, comics um, so I I went with someone who I I thought would be better at being the king of Atlantis I look for someone extremely you know regal and. A um, much more serious version of the character Not someone who I think could headline a film Because I don't think You know my version of the DC universe They're not making an Aquaman movie yeah. <laughs> That was a weird choice in the first place Um, So I went with uh, Lee Pace Because I think he can do Kingly. Yeah, I think I think he can do it well And I want to see more of this guy Because I think not, he's been really in, underserved uh, By um,
1: or, uh, Captain Marvel but.
2: Oh yeah I mean <laughs> he, he's so little But uh, I'm, so I'm thinking funny. more of like Thren Thranduil uh, from The Hobbit, you know, yeah. not not that style, but uh, just
1: he does have that kind of. I know what you mean. It's almost ethereal grace. Yeah. To
2: him. Th- so I guess my main point was thinking, like, what if these movies go down the path one day? There's, there's, you know, rising tensions between the Amazons and, and Atlantis, and they go to war. Like, I want to see these two like warlords, and I, I think he could do that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a good choice. And next up, we have the Flash. <sighs> <laughs>
1: This is a weird one.
3: Uh oh. <laughs> I, I picked
1: pick Daniel Radcliffe. Okay. <laughs> um, just because I think that, oddly enough, the, the two actors that look very similar Elijah Wood and Daniel Radcliffe I, they've both, subsequent to their kind of main franchise films, have gone on to a little bit more wackier characters throughout their Hmm. career. And I thought that they've both really pulled them off very well. And I love um, Daniel Radcliffe when he does his weirder stuff. Like, I think he's, you know, particularly he's very self-effacing and and he can obviously, he obviously has like really good comedic timing um, and and this almost kind of like awkward young person type vibe. And I think that would work really well from what I know of The Flash. And I I think he would do a far better job of it than ezra miller I, I i don't really like ezra miller as the flash
2: you must have seen swiss army man based on what you were just saying
1: um you no know, and it's you one those kind of those oh. ones i know i know i need to get it to fucking it fucking amazing so just based
2: good. on the on the compliments you're putting on him which i completely agree that i'm like yeah the only place i've seen him do all of this is in swiss incredible. Army incredible film uh,
1: uh oddly enough the the the, t- the bbc series that i was mentioning before the uh, the one about the russian doctor mm. um he he kind of does that as well like i don't know i've, I've just been re- i've his career post um, Harry Potter has just really impressed me. So I think, I think he could do a really good Flash.
2: That's a fun pick. I, I thought
0: of that pick. Um, <laughs> How did you? But I thought of it first. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but then I went with, you know, why don't we get authentic with this shit? and go for Usain Bolt, the fastest man on <laughs> we earth. We can skip this one. Ben, get, ben, you go. Let's do this. That's, I, that's I, dumb. Ben, just give us You know pack. what? I had such a problem with this. I, I I, quite like Ezra Miller in this. And after seeing We Need to Talk About Kevin, I haven't seen that much of him on screen. And mm. I'd like to see more of him. So do you I, not I will remember seeing with, him
1: in um, uh, Fantastic, Fantastic Beasts? Fantastic Beasts.
0: Yeah, I've erased no, that I've erased <laughs> well, that from
1: my mind You do now So ben. He's barely in that fucking movie bro He's a
0: main character in it the Main character for about a minute
2: So um I uh <laughs> I'm just looking at my picks here I think what I've actually done is cast A Barry Allen And a Wally West Which is kind of the more um the, the grown-up Flash, the original Flash, and kind of the, the younger, funnier one. Um, so for Barry Allen, I've got here Alexander Skarsgård, who I mostly just wanted to cast as anyone in this universe. Is, he too, awesome.
0: is he too big, though? No, he
2: looks like a runner. He's very lithe-looking, I think. He's tall, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I, I think that's a good run. I think he, you got to okay. cast someone who can actually okay. run, which Ezra Miller cannot. You guys remember him in Justice League with that weird like loping? Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, Let's go again
0: on that Ezra. <laughs> yeah, uh,
2: and I think he just—he really—he does—he kind of has a good Barry Allen look. Um, and for Wally West, I went with Zach Efron for some reason. <laughs> I don't remember why, but um, I just—I
1: looked at him as well to pull to pull a George moment.
2: I think he could. <laughs> Maybe me, me too. He would just work. So well in an ensemble piece. Um, This is a guy who, you know, we all knew initially as being the High School Musical guy, kind of a joke. And then he's given, kept giving these performances. I'm like, this guy's so funny. Um, He's
1: funny, and and do you know what? He's actually got some pretty serious acting chops. Totally. I
2: can't wait for the that movie whose title I will never know. um, Extremely vile and shockingly wicked, or whatever it's called. You know, the Ted Bundy movie. Yeah, yeah, that looks. Yeah, I'm keen to see him in that. Yeah. Um, So that's me,
1: the Flash. Next up, Cyborg uh very stock standard um uh i, I went to uh, michael b jordan
2: go cool.
1: um i don't think there's any explanation needed on that he's kind of you know a major star and he because kind of you profile want him upper. in here somewhere yeah yeah i went <laughs> there a lot of like choices for black <laughs> actors in this ensemble so <laughs> a lot of people are calling for him to be superman um mm. but i don't see him as superman and that has nothing to do with um, you know, the the color issue that a lot of people have made us think about. It's more that I just don't like I just when it, you know, his kind of I've never seen him in a role that makes him seem like Superman. I don't know how to describe it. It's I
2: think just, maybe when he's older he could um he could similar those yeah. shoes. I don't yeah, I haven't seen him kind of play that type of character, but yeah. Um I had I, I had an interesting challenge here with the
0: Green Lantern and Cyborg. Decision. So I had three actors kind of rotating through these, but I've ended up on John Boyega for Cyborg. Cool. Oh. Um, I think I would love to see him in a superhero movie, and mm. he can create that vulnerability mm. that Cyborg needs. I, I feel like he just has the chops to make that happen, and he's he he could be he could be he's he's big enough. You know, he's got the the size and the breadth to make that physicality work for him.
2: So. I, I would really like to see him in a, in a superhero film. I didn't think of him for anything. He's a great pick. That dude is a movie star through and through. Like yeah. ever since uh, Attack the Block, um, God, God, I've got the, to rewatch what that. What did mm. I
1: watch recently? I think this is after you, uh, off the back of your recommendation. I don't think I ever told you Detroit. That Detroit. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, nice. Yeah, what a fucking movie. He's oh, so good in good? that, isn't he? Oh, only he, a good he things. is spectacular. Actually, yeah, everyone nice. in that is really spectacular. Nice. But he's
2: so young, Denzel in that film. It's God, he so is, isn't brilliant. he? Brilliant. Yeah. Oh yeah. fuck! I gotta watch that. It's a, it's a yeah. Check it out. Distressing man. film, but and a it, good it, one.
1: it got surprisingly little like coverage. Very I think. little. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It just kind of came and went. And I I reckon that's one that people need to pay a little bit more attention to.
2: Um. So speaking of for cyborg, I uh, I thought for one of mine, John David Washington, Denzel's son, who we just saw okay, in Black Klansman. Um, Great I th- choice. I think I, I think I had the him in as, this. I had him in this.
1: Yeah. I always figured nice. him as a little bit. Oh yeah, I suppose so, yeah.
2: That would work. I I yeah, I don't know. There's 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 a depth um to that dude that I think could be really good for for this character who is um kind of a tortured soul, you know, like kind of yeah. the the Frankenstein's monster of the team. Um, he showed he could do that in Black Clans of Shaw and yeah I'd like to see what he could do on the other side of that character kind of more of the jokey Teen Titans version I thought uh, Donald Glover would be so fun to have in this universe
1: god wouldn't he though Uh, (laughs) what a um, fucking I can't believe I didn't even think of Donald Glover and he could
2: do like the (laughs) end credits rap um, for the movie which (laughs) would be sick so yeah this would be a a, a different interpretation to that one yeah Um, that's much better and just side note here Cyborg is one of the least needing to be recast characters I think I think he was one of the worst executed in Justice League but I think they've found a really good actor for him
1: i i agree like he wasn't much to work with right
2: yeah Yeah. um next up uh, greenland
1: so for this one i put someone that i thought had a good mix of kind of superhero and comedic elements Mm. so i picked john cho yeah cool yeah um i figured that uh, I I thought that he would do really well in that. Like, I I think he's got the comedic chops. Like that's where he comes from and that's where most people know him. Um, and and so, yeah, I I can really see him, you know, blending, you know, someone with serious acting chops and someone that I just really enjoy seeing on screen with that, uh, that witty level of humor, Yeah, which I think Ryan, to be honest, I think Ryan Reynolds was really well cast as, um, Green Lantern. I just think that was horrifically executed.
2: I think he was very poorly cast. Um, and I don't think That's John Cho's. I, yeah. I don't think John chase much of a Hal Jordan, but I think you've maybe unwittingly come across a perfect Kyle Rayner. Um, who I think yeah. was the fourth um, Green Lantern in continuity who was around for a long time um, for for some big uh, Justice League runs, and I think I think he'd be pretty spot on for that. <laughs> yeah, that kind You got the fourth best Green Lantern. <laughs> <Sweet>. Nailed. <laughs> no, he's the third best Green Lantern. <laughs> Thank you. <Ben. laughs>
0: so I grew up on the. The Justice League cartoon with uh, mm. John, Stewart. John Stewart, yeah, and uh, so that's Green Lantern for me. Like, so John Stewart has
2: to be the yeah, Green Lantern, yeah, no,
0: yeah. John, yeah. So there we go, Benny. Green <laughs> um, so mm-hmm. I had initially in my head Den, um, uh, Idris Elba. Mm. I thought he would be really cool, but then Spot I thought on. John David Washington. I'd really like to see him. Mm. He was just so good in Black Klansman. Once again, just another guy I want to see in a superhero movie. Simple as that. Mm. And um, he, he can do that—that that stoic thing that that Green Lantern had. Like he was a lot. He wasn't like a comedic like a Ryan Reynolds no. Green Lantern. It was a completely different character. Oh, he's kind I, of okay. awesome. he was he's a honest. guardian. He was like a, He was like.
1: He just held his own. He was like a badass.
2: He was
0: bad I, cop. I
1: should say I I I have no real kind of affinity with Green Lantern, so I'm kind of shooting in the dark here. And my impression of Green Lantern was always kind of the. Like a little bit like The Flash, like a bit kind of witty and, and, um, and that. I and think that. he's like a
0: guardian of the universe, you know. I think he's, he's a got cop, like, he's a space cop. Yeah, he's kind of like, he's got a, a lot on his serious. shoulders. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, that's interesting because yeah, yeah. I, I really have no idea. And again, kind of it, it, of depends, reference for that. it
2: depends which one you pick. I mean, there's fucking eight yeah. of them, as he just Apparently, said. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, take your pick. Um, so for me, uh, the, the kind of guy who's really fit into the role in the animated universe that, that's really stuck with me is Nathan Fillion. He's played him a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I really have that, that kind of cocky flyboy he funny guy in my head. So he's not who I'm picking, George. He could work. <laughs> he he Connor. No, he does Washington work. Atlanta. He does work because he does play the character. So when I thought cocky flyboy, I'm like, who have we seen play a fucking great cocky flyboy? Oscar Isaac. Um, mm. I think he should be in here somewhere. <laughs> and uh, I think he could really work as that that kind of funny guy who you can see – is is taking it seriously underneath. Um he's got that Poe Dameron like kind of yeah. And like I said, I would just want him somewhere in here. Um so next up, getting towards the end, Martian Manhunter. I didn't pick anyone for the, the
1: Fair uh, enough. this means nothing to me.
0: Uh, I've got Guy <laughs> Pierce here. I guy thought, Pierce. I thought he um he's just the guy who popped out. I can see him with the full makeup on. Uh, I mean we've seen it in Prometheus. Uh so he <laughs> so yeah. can sit in the chair. I I um he's a bit of a chameleon, that's good. Yeah, I I don't know. I, don't, I just just I didn't really think of anyone else and this seemed to just immediately pop into my head. So,
2: okay, Something I with went that. with um some Manhunter's a very like he's a pretty serious dude. He's, you know, kind of a sort of monotone. He's he's lost all of the other Martians. He's the last of his kind or sometimes. Um and I wanted someone who could really bring that intensity to the role. I thought of uh, Mahershala Ali who um Fuck, he'd be a good Green Lantern as well. He'd be a good Jon Stewart. Yeah, but in particular, I thought he he does have an otherworldliness about him. Um, mm. And I reckon he could just be such a great presence um, in that alien role. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like his speech at
0: the Oscars, well, he, like he-, he His he voice, that, especially. That otherworldliness. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, that so presence.
2: I would. I And the best part is this character has not been cast in any films, so they could totally, this could happen. Um, I'd love to see that. So next up, uh, Shazam. Did anyone do?
1: No, I like well, who they have. To be honest, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I, I think I, that's me. All I'm done so
2: keen for that movie. Well, I got, I got a couple more. I've, I've, got, in.
1: I've got, Joker and Lex Luther.
2: Cool. Um, so for Shazam, I got Seth Rogen. Shazam. <laughs> <laughs> some, some <sighs> people. Pe- so the guy who I was I wanted for Shazam before he got cast was Terry Crews because I thought he could do that Holy just fuck. exuberant <laughs> man child no larger than life. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. he's the biggest dude in the world, but he's a child. And yeah, like, That's that would really be fun. And then in that vein, and he's I thought,
0: as fuck.
2: Yeah, and in that vein again, I thought um, John Cena. I think could also bring that same energy. <laughs> totally. Um, so his comedic cool. title. I mean, to be on honest, point. and then this, yeah.
1: this this almost sounds too convenient, but The Rock could, could pull that off as well. Yeah, I think.
2: absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's Black Adam though. <laughs> yeah, well, sorry. The, the one role we're not. Rick has. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Joker,
1: Connor. Um. I had a couple here. Joker. Well, what Joker. other ones have we got? The Joker and Lex Luthor. The I said this before Joker, yes. we went in. <laughs> um, so <laughs> I, up, I've actually got four. One of them is more of a joke than the others. Four. Uh, my my joke was Ben Schwartz. Just as like that'd a, be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I but like. I don't, I don't think he could like. I don't think he could play evil enough. Like I've never seen Ben Schwartz as anything but lovable.
2: But I think he could play. He could play manic, com- comedic and manic to the point where it is scary. Like yeah, contextually.
1: I, I don't know. I've just never seen him do it. So I like. I just can't. I really oh, the milkman
2: in and me is pretty fucking yeah, evil. It, <laughs> <laughs> more milk, more milk, more milk. Or even it, even it could be a more lighted hearted Joker. I think he could really yeah, do it.
1: Yeah. Um, also, this is someone that I uh, just thought should be in here somewhere. Um, Adam Driver. Mm-hmm. Um, he definitely can play kind of evil and tortured. Um, uh, and I think he's got the chops. Behind he's him too. way
2: too intense as the Joker, man. Yeah. Well, that's my one like hesitation. He'd be, he'd be like the deadpan Joker, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, telling really serious jokes. Um, but the
1: person that I think could really actually kill this mm. um, is Jake Gyllenhaal. I
2: need to say that. That's my pick. Yeah, yeah.
1: Because just him, the two the two roles that I've I've seen him in that just make me absolutely positive they could do it is um, his most recent one in uh, uh, Velvet Buzzsaw, mm-hmm. and also. Um, in, what uh-huh. was that, what was Babe?
2: Yeah, the um, the big alien or uh, genetically modified pig. pig, what was that movie called? Fuck! What was that movie called, Georgie?
3: Which the movie? Okja? Okja? Okja, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. 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 I, in, I that, served a totally. purpose today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, those two, I, I think, uh, like he's, he's kind of almost like bizarre crazy performance I think like could be perfectly translated into the Joker
2: especially when he gets real skinny like in uh, in Nightcrawler Nightcrawler Um, yeah yeah he would
1: be creepy he's he's definitely who I I think would really suit that role yeah the only other person that I could think of um, that could just really play uh, an eccentric villain and it's and again it's almost too easy is Johnny Depp Mm -hmm. it kind of just seems seems perfectly in his wheelhouse he loves getting on makeup and acting crazy
2: more of a Riddler maybe yeah yeah um, did you have to find the majority?
1: Yes, yes.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: I, I went with
0: something. Like I thought long and hard about this for about <laughs> 42 seconds. And uh, I, I wanted to do something a little bit different. I wanted to do something a little more grotesque. Mm-hmm. And somebody that made a huge impression of me in, in that David Fincher TV series, okay. um, Mind Hunters, mm-hmm. was uh, a guy called Happy Anderson. Now, he's also in Bird Box. That guy on the lake, where he's that crazy yep. guy, and he's just more of this gluttonous um, kind of. He he's, he he can just be a different type of Joker than we've seen, mm. and maybe someone just a little more repulsive. And, um, you know, did he you get, th- still have that psychotic, murderous vibe, but just coming it from a bit of a different angle? Uh, and uh, he just really impressed me. He's made a big impression.
2: Sounds like he'd, he'd be a good Professor Pig. Yeah, I think that's probably more of a Batman villain. maybe <laughs> uh, no, he'd, he'd be like the the Penguin. The Penguin, The penguin's more of like a business guy arsehole though, but arms dealer yeah, maybe. Um, and he's very, very imposing.
0: What, what, what made mm. you think of him? Oh, for all the reasons I mentioned previously. <laughs> he made a big so he, impression. He, he, he j- made he a just... big impression. Oh, okay, and and he's got that. He's just got that evil, psychotic. Yeah. Nihilism to him. So
1: Lex Luthor. This is Luthor. Did you say yours? Mm
0: -hmm. Oh, okay.
2: Oh, yeah. Mine was Connor's. um, Jake Johnson. Oh, nice, nice, nice.
1: Um, Lex Luthor is probably again one of the ones that I went a little bit safer on. Um, So with some, you know, well, uh, with people that have played villains and are very good at playing villains. Um, Obviously, Ben Mendelsohn um, Mm -hmm. came up as on the top of that. I think
2: he's got hair, you idiot.
1: (laughs) Yeah. The great thing about hair is it can go away. As I know all too well. I don't oh. know. I don't know what that's all about. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> keep uh, on looking from that. <laughs> um, I've seen your dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's fucking healthy, head of hair. <laughs> um, Ben Mendelsohn or Ralph Fiennes, I think, could both. And Ralph Fiennes doesn't have hair, so there you go. Yeah. Um, I think they both could play that kind of really sinister character um with with all that without sorry with that kind of sense of extreme intelligence behind them
2: yeah particularly Uh, Ralph Fiennes so this was the hardest one for me to cast by a mile I don't know why I spent like an hour on this I looked at dozens and dozens of people um and I one thing I did realize while doing it was that I I this is fucked up I really like Jesse uh, Eisenberg in the role um not necessarily in the role as portrayed but or as as it was written, but um, he put his own stamp on it for sure. Yeah, and I just think it was you know it was a really interesting performance, and I I would like to see him have a go. I he was my favorite part of Justice League when he showed up at the end, and you know it was in the time we had a league of our own. I'm like I'm really that's the only thing I'm keen for coming out of this is him forming a little villain society. But um, I did have to pick someone, and uh, I I'm so ashamed that I, at all the people I looked at and how my, how funny I think it is. That um, everyone, when they were casting Lex Luthor, they're like, "Oh, it's it's got to be um, what's his name from Breaking Bad, oh, uh, Frank
0: Cranston, because he's bald." Yeah, yeah I'm like. Yeah. Then after everyone I looked at, yeah, I ended yeah. up picking a
2: bald guy yeah. myself. But um, it's <laughs> not because of that. But it's it's uh, Corey Stoll from um, from Ant Man and uh, House of Cards. Um, yeah, no, he'd be really good. I think he brings such a an interesting presence in. Um, in Ant-Man, I think he's one of the better MCU villains And really unsung Because he is totally. this, this really slick kind of business guy With just this slight hint of insanity in there um, That I I think could work Something similar to that Could work really well in the role of Lex Luthor Someone who can be really charming And somebody who knows their stuff In both House of Cards and that He felt like he knew yeah. he, had the, he had the intellect Absolutely, yeah And and you, he feels like someone who could work well With like, um, you know, reporters and stuff mm-hmm. Like he could, he could be a presidential candidate or something Definitely. Which Lex Luthor is um, at times, and um, and he's also you know huge. He's a big dude, um, which I think uh, can help with the with the role of Lex. With like,
1: he's meant if to I be in some exact ways the ideal opposite. Human. What do you think about someone like Peter Dinklage? If we're talking about someone that is kind of like refined, like I've always found Lex Luthor to just kind of be this like I don't know, very refined, um, almost like um, uh, kingpin. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah yeah except less violent. Yeah. Um which is when and, and I when I think like Peter Dinklage does such a good job in Game of Thrones of being someone that's you know you know really intelligent and kind of almost kind of cutthroat in that sense. Yeah I don't yeah know if he, I, he would, I
2: yeah there's such a good element of um of Lex Luthor is the the kind of jealousy and hatred he has for Superman and I feel like I feel like Dinklage could sell that as yeah. long as he doesn't have to try and do a british accent. <laughs> 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 well, see, you see, guys, send us your
0: questions. You get a 45 minute response. This is the yeah. most authentic podcast. This is the show. The now. Get your questions. We're just going to be fantastic from here on in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, send us all. If you want X Men, <laughs> Harry Potter, send them in. We'll do it. We have a lot of fun with this stuff and we spend too much time on it, but it's all okay. Hit me up if you want to
2: hear every other DC character. <laughs> I've got them. I've got them.
0: So next week, guys, we've got our Us review. I'm very excited for that plus the weekly movie, movie show, as per usual. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube, podcasting thing, the other one. We'll be back next week, Connor. See you. Benny, bye. Everybody. Farewell.